Welcome to episode 100. To celebrate, we've got announcements and uh, giveaways for you guys. So, sit back, ingest a beverage, and enjoy the 100th episode of Hack the Dino's Critical Path. <laughs> I've been told this is a chilled evening, so I'm not allowed to yell. So welcome everyone to the Critical Path, Hack the Dino's 100th episode. I cannot believe that we got to 100 episodes already. It's been like four years. Without getting pulled from YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I bet. Don't worry, it. you can see us over on Mix... Oh. No. Um, I'm Ben <laughs> Rosenthal, uh, and I am here to talk words to you and talk about video games, which is what we do here on Hack the Dino and our Critical Path. And I am joined, as per usual, in our lovely um, intimate setting here, our Hack the Dino cabin. Uh, Lodge. Lodge, sorry. Lodge. By uh, the limb collector himself, Mr. Dan McGuinness. Evening. <laughs> the gaming anthropologist, Mr. Floppy Starrick. Cheers. Oh god, this is so boring. I feel like going to sleep. <laughs> and the Millennial Falcon, Brent Diskin. Dick What's <laughs> up, Internet? Oh god. Oh god. <laughs> now I don't feel bad. I messed up your name because exactly. that was See, that was bad. Braben Internet. It's Braben. balanced out. <laughs> um, so we come to you over on YouTube usually when we're not banned, but we are banned, but for not much longer. <laughs> a little bit, little bit less. So youtube.com backslash hack the dino. If you'd like to see this uh, VOD when it goes up at video on demand, you can, as of Saturday, uh, catch up all the highlights uh, that, that no doubt are going to grace you with, with the presence. Next, next week, we are back on YouTube. Our band yeah. is officially up. So no, not next week, next episode. Next, next, episode, next episode. episode 101. We'll be back on the tube so you can join us there. But if you want to hang around on Twitch for a little bit longer, be sure to do that at twitch.tv backslash hack the dino, where we bring you all the Twitch news. Like. And you can also live see streams, us. Live streams, where we do live streams. I do a live stream. Oh, but yeah. at the moment, I'm not live streaming at the moment, guys. But I'll start up again once I get my uh, mojo back. Um, if you don't like our faces, that's fine. Don't hold it against you. You can check us out on all the podcast apps for an audio-only version. And be sure to leave a review. Be sure to tell your friends. That's how people learn about stuff like this. Their friends tell them. So if you've got friends, you need to tell them. Otherwise, they're going to be very angry at you. you got a huge night tonight. We have. This is our 100th episode, as I've mentioned numerous times. That's why we're not bursting full of energy and why we're in our palatial estate uh, here at... Dagger bar from all the money that window from all the money that we make from ourselves. <laughs> that's that's right. <laughs> yeah, we bought it. We bought a villa. You reckon that thirty million that Ninja got? Pff, nothing. We're rolling in the. That's what paid for that fireplace. Yeah, that 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 fireplace yeah, that is money. We <laughs> just throw another. Dan, can you just stoke those piles of hundreds on that fire, please? Thank you. See, because I'm not yelling, I'm completely thrown off. Anyway. <laughs> oh, you really? You can't do it. We've got we got a lot on tonight. We've got a whole heap of giveaways to give. Um, oh, so many. You streamed uh, Dan Freer's game right this uh, previous Friday, I believe, yep. Dan. Yep. Uh, and we've got a couple of copies of that to give away. Um, Three. Michael Towns, the beautiful Michael Towns, who is our moderator over on Twitch and on YouTube, has supplied us with a Game Boy game that he made based on Avcon. Uh, We're in it. We're in it. I'm there shilling Hack the Diner. Who would have thought? I'm You're not. It. It no, was before but you I have allowed. a copy. Thank you. 
so we've got three copies of that to give away as well. We've got a Hack the Dino t-shirt to give away because it was way too big when Dan ordered it. Yeah, so I ordered a t-shirt for myself and they sent me a 2XL. So if you're in the chat, I'm going to make this up as I go along tonight. Look how big this is. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if you're in the chat and you you feel like you want a 2XL t-shirt, like you don't have to be a 2XL person. You just might want a 2XL t-shirt. Yeah, if you want you know? a parachute. And nighty. Uh, if you're a three XL person, don't oil, worry about it. Oil rag. Um, I will work out saying maybe I'll do whoever says the funniest comment or the best comment or has the best question or something. I don't know. I'll just make it up. I'll just give it away at the end. <laughs> and the big poo bar from We Are Robots. Uh, they supplied this amazing switch controller. Uh, we should have really had a picture or a close up. We're going to play no, close up, won't we, Brad? You can have a look I, later. I can, I can pull up a close up for later on. Later on, we can. But yeah, uh, it's a custom made, only one in existence, 100th episode Hack the Dino switch controller. I wish I could keep it. Mm. I may have rigged the contest so I can keep it. We'll see later on in the show. But first, what have we been playing? What we've been playing. So I'm going to go first with this one, I reckon. Oh, yes, you are. Um, so, yeah, so this week, um, apart from playing The Last of Us 2, which I'm not going to mention tonight because no one wants to know anything about no Last one wants of Us 2 spoilers. if you haven't played it, so I'm just not going to mention it. And I don't think we are on the whole show, are we? So I'm just saying, uh, no. I'm playing The Last of Us 2. Um, but I'm also playing um, over on Game Pass. I was playing West of Dead. Now, I keep calling this game Dead of West because I just <laughs> think that flows a bit better. Both make no sense to me. Yeah. Well, East of West as well. Right. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Dead of West. So this is a roguelike. This is on. This is on Games Pass. This is on PS4. This is on Xbox. What was this game saying? Uh, it's on Switch. It's on PC. It's on everything. Uh, it's a roguelike cover-based shooter. So basically, you you play this um, guy, and it's in the world of purgatory. So you're in between life and death. Life and death. Yeah, yeah. Um, straight away, the first thing I noticed is as a person who owns a comic shop, straight away it looks so much like Mike Mignola's art. So, if people don't know who Mike Nignola is, he's the guy that did Hellboy mm -hmm. uh, and stuff like that. And uh, also the uh, vehicle designs for Disney's Atlantis. I didn't Atlantis. know that. <laughs> um, I love and so Dance. then, and then I thought, well, oh, and then also the voiceover in the game is done by Rod Pelman, who played Hellboy <laughs> in the Hellboy movie. So I was like, this must have something to do with Mike Mignola. And, so I looked in, and he's going to beat up Ted Cruz. So that's a fun time for everyone. Ooh. Is he? Yeah. yeah, I've heard about that. Cool. Um, and I, um, so I thought this must be done by Mike Vignola, the art designer. I looked into it and it's not. So it's just done by a guy who has a massive hard on for Mike Vignola. <laughs> and this thing. That's that, confirmed, by the way. Dan checked. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I saw his pants. Um, he knocked on wood. So this game, it's, ba it's basically a roguelike. You know, every, every, every time you load it up, it's, different, it's a different configuration and stuff like that. So you get at the start of the game, you get given two guns. Um, you, and they're random, so you might get a, a shotgun and a handgun, you might get a rifle and a handgun and stuff like that. Um, and then you've got your cover, your cover system. So it's a cover based in a way that you come into a room, you jump into the cover, and then the cover can get hit a couple of times before it, it, it falls apart. And then um, it, it, it's a balance of balancing, like when you jump into cover, when you shoot, you know, what gun have you got on you and all stuff like that. And then you've also got these lights in the room. You can see that you turn on and they stun the enemy. So a lot of the time you can run into a room, stun the enemies, and it ends up just kind of being like every room is like you sit there for a second and go, okay, how am I, I going to take this room on? And um, 
you can stuff up really easily. You can die really easily in this game, and that's and because it's permadeath, you lose everything, and then you just start again. You keep a couple of things. Like if you get to the end of a level, um, you collect sins, which are like your souls or your money, and then if you upgrade stuff at the end of the level, then you get to keep that for the next time you play. But you have to finish the level. So if you die before the end of the level, you lose everything, which is like a rogue, normal rogue. Like yeah, it's it. It's twin stick, so you can do the old, like, you know, walking backwards while shooting forwards kind of thing. Um, that's about it, really. What do you think of it? Fun? It was good. I'm not a roguelike kind of guy. I really, really like them. It did feel a little bit grindy straight away because I was like, oh, obviously I need, um, um, I need you know, uh, a health uh, a thing that gives me my health back, you know, a, a health potion. To get that, I needed, like, you know, 20 sins. And to do that, you get, like, maybe four sins for every round you go. So straight away, I did, like, six rounds in the first level. And I actually, I never passed the second level, but I played the first level probably about 35 times. (laughs) Um, How long does it take you for the level? It's so... There's usually probably around about 20 rooms in every level, but as the levels go on, like the next one, so this is the first level that we're showing here, which is all like brown and like a mine shaft. The second level is like outside and in um, uh, the snow. Is there any footage further on, Braden? I got like the snow level. Like, Let's have a look-see. Yeah, there you go. Um, out in the snow and stuff like that. But, um, but you can look at like, the art style direction of this is just so Mignola, it's crazy. It like, is. I really like the cell shading they've got here as Yeah, well. it looks beautiful. Like, it really it's, does. It's not bad at all. Um, it's just it's just so much like his art that I felt kind of weird playing it. Like, now, you said this was on Games Pass as well? Yep. This is on, Ga- this is on everything. Um, everything that there is. So um, every level as well has like, so it has a, obviously an, an, an exit. It has a, wow. it has a power up. <laughs> Exits now. No, no, no. It, ha- it has a pa- yeah. I know, I know. All right. It has a power up, so you can with a power up that's only you have until you die. So you know, like a power up where you choose. It, it goes like you can power up one thing here. You can get more health. You can get more strength, or you can get like better items. It also has an item chest you can find, which will have something in it like you know uh, a, a portable um, lantern where you can do a flash of light to stunt. You know, like an item, a one a one off use item kind of thing. Um, it's good. It's a, it's a really well thought, thought out game. I, I've played it probably, uh, it's probably the most roguelike game that I've played. I, I enjoyed it more than Dead Cells. What about Rogue Squadron? No. No? Rogue Warrior? No. None of them. What about Rogue the X-Man? Oh. X-Man. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, nah. What about uh, Moulin Rogue? That really good one. Um, Moulin Rouge? <laughs> what about Strictly Ballroom? Um... Ooh, that's it. Yeah, there's a keeper. I watched that last night. <laughs> so that's it. I'm just going to cut off there. It's, it's, it's a good game. If, if you're a roguelike person, you're probably going to love it. It's probably one of the best roguelike games I've played. Like, it looks good. You feel good. Like, when you're, you can see he's finding some kind of wolf man here. Um, you've got, oh, you've also got a dodge as well, which I forgot to mention, which comes, you have to dodge a fair lot. Michael Towns in the chat wants to know, what about Seth Rogen? Oh, yeah, 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 he's good. <laughs> anyway, uh, I've been playing a little game called Saturday Morning RPG. Um, I'm just going to read out the not- notes that I've put here because uh, I don't have much more to say about it than what's here. Uh, it's a basic RP has basic RPG mechanics that you may find on sort of one of those, you know, those RPG created type games you can get. RPG maker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty self-explanatory. Stock standard. Yeah, very stock standard. Um, you level up by adding more stickers to your school folder. So you can get, 
yeah, you collect these scratch and sniff stickers, and they have different powers that you put in. Um, Power-ups include throwing a CD like a frisbee blade, awesome. uh, and also donning a fedora and doing the moonwalk over your enemies, including a... Oh, right at the end. I love it. Uh, you play as a character called Marty. Uh, who oh has dear, a, really? Yeah. On a hoverboard. On a hoverboard. Uh, he has a dream about saving his girlfriend from a Cobra Commander-esque type villain. Uh, the whole film, uh, the whole film, the whole game is filled with handshakes to the past. In <laughs> Love fact, a handshake to the past. That's all it is. <laughs> it's a big handshake to the past and some really basic RPG elements. That's it. That's the game. Uh, the wizard, or like the the oh. mentor who helps you at the start. So this is uh, you can see on the screen now is you scratching your stickers in order to get power ups. Uh, the wizard that helps you at the start is basically Fred Savage from the Wizard. Oh, so good. Uh, yeah, and it, one thing I did like, it's got really good, um, def it's timing-based defense, so you can see the enemies attacking uh, the, the frisbee thrower, and uh, you press the button at the right time in order to get the good defense, and they sort of delay their attacks, attack timing to sort of change it up a little bit, but not that much. Um, it's a bit of fun, but take away all the handshakes, it's a very simple and limited RPG experience. And I just quickly wanted to say as well, I've been very, very quickly playing um, the Duke Nukem 3D World Tour that recently came out on Switch and all the systems. That is a superb port of a 25-year-old game. Um, a little bit problematic nowadays, in. but uh, it runs beautifully on the Switch. I really, really enjoyed it. Uh, so if you, you played that back in the day, you should jump on that, baby. Floppy, what have you been playing? Oh, I've been playing a little ditty called SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Lake Rehydrated. Game got a 2 out of 10, I believe? Nah, you know what? It's been getting decent reviews. Did it's it? It's getting 60s and 80s. It looks like Crash Bandicoot. <laughs> game, yeah. uh, game, uh, game Spy, I think, gave it 2 out of 10. Oh, really? Yeah. Mate, I'll give it a solid 6. But, uh, <laughs> so published by THQ Nordic, who, you know, don't do terrible work. Terrible things. Uh, it originally came out on the PS2, uh, the original Xbox, and the GameCube, I believe. Uh, How does it feel when playing it? Like I heard one of the things, or one of the main criticisms, is that they basically just reskinned the uh, the PlayStation no, Two version. You know what? No, no, no. I say, I mean, they may have, but if they did, that PlayStation Two game was really ahead of its time. Right. Uh, so essentially, it's a three D platformer, uh, skinned with SpongeBob SquarePants, uh, a couple of his friends. You got Patrick, old mate Patrick the starfish, and some squirrel girl in a spacesuit called Sandy. Mm -hmm. Have you not? Do you not know these characters? Never watched. SpongeBob. I've watched bits and pieces. Never a full episode. Her name's Sandy Cheeks. <laughs> Is it really? I swear to you, that's her name. I wish I hadn't said that because I'm all flustered now. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the the story behind this is there's a little plankton guy named Plankton, plankton. who appears to be a bad guy. He is. And he, is he wants to steal the recipe for Krabby Patties from the Krabby Patty. That's yeah, just that's, that's just that's just SpongeBob. <laughs> that's the plot of every Am episode. I, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay, so unbeknownst, if you don't know that, it comes across as quite exciting. I can't believe you're playing this game and you don't know SpongeBob because like, I'm believe... playing this game. Yeah, that's right. Uh, anyway, so he Such uses um, he uses a machine called a duplicator to create robots, but he accidentally creates the robots when the switch for their behavior is set to do not obey instead of obey. Terrible. Oh, that classic point. Oh, I don't know why you put that on that, but anyway. Uh, so anyway, as you can see, pretty standard uh, 3D platformer. You run around different levels, fighting enemies as you go, collecting uh, collectibles, some of them which go towards allowing you to finish the end of levels. Some of them open up new areas, uh, things like that. So you can play as SpongeBob. You can play as Patrick, Patrick and old mate Sandy Cheeks. 
Just mm-hmm. female. And Lady Sandy Cheeks. Sorry. <laughs> is Squidworth in it? Uh, I have met Squidward, but not as a playable Squidward character. Squidward. Yeah. Squid, Squidward? Squidward, yeah. yeah. You yeah, said, it right. I said it wrong. Uh, yes, you get, you get What's a, you more entertaining than two guys who have never seen the show sit there and go, <laughs> is that how you say Squidward? Is that how you say Squidward? Is, is that, uh, each person has a different ability. So obviously uh, different areas. You want to use different people. Uh, SpongeBob can double jump. Patrick can throw stuff. Sandy Cheeks, no idea. Um, see, did you see what he picked up then? <laughs> did you see what he picked up? Yeah. He picked up a set of underwear. Yeah. Your health is regulated by underwear. Mm -hmm. If you have three underwear, you're full health. Every time you get hit, you lose a pair of underwear. Yep. That's, I don't know, is that part of the TV show? Yep. Sure. Oh, okay, cool. Don't know. (laughs) Isn't that Sandy Um, Cheeks there? No, it's a robot Sandy. It's a robot Sandy. Yeah, no, look, it's actually a really good solid uh, 3D platformer. I don't have any knowledge of SpongeBob. Really? No, in case you hadn't figured it out. But it's actually—I can't believe you even played this with no knowledge of it. Like I just wouldn't even play something I didn't know this of. Well, that's why I like to play it because I don't know what it's about. That's There's no the expectations. Thing ever. There's yeah. no expectations, and you know what? It's a really good 3D platformer. It is—it is like playing uh, one of the you know. Uh, one you of say the... Mario, I'm going to smack you so hard right in the face. Spyro. Okay, that's. Great. <laughs> it's like playing a good Spyro, possibly a 3D Mario. <laughs> a game. good Spyro, yeah, yeah, that one. That one game, a Ratchet and Clank, something along those lines. Um, and if you like SpongeBob, then you can have a lot of fun with it. Nice. All right, so time for a giveaway. Should we give away the first giveaway? The giveaway. So we did a little draw just before the show, so we weren't running into technical difficulties during the show, and we've got pass number one. Uh, of the right giveaway. Right giveaway is a uh, what would you call it, Dan? A platformer, collectathon platformer by Adelaide Dev Dan Freer, who may be in the chat right now. Um, so we've got three codes to give away. Remember, Braden, as well. I have the clap button. The oh, first yes, one. Yes. The first one. Uh, whoever wins this, you can shoot us a message on the Hack the Dino page or shoot us an email, and I will get you your code on the seventh, July seventh, which is when it's released. So, ladies and gentlemen, giveaway number one for this evening. The right code goes to... Michael Town. Congratulations, Townsy. Uh, I'll be in contact with you for your code to play this amazing game. Uh, thank you to Dan Freer as well. And everyone else, please go to Steam and check it out. We've got two more codes to give away this show, uh, as well as some other giveaways coming up very, very soon. But first, news. I don't like these aspersions in the chat that we rigged the competition. <laughs> we got heaps of stuff to give away. We are very, very honest individuals. We're, we're wearing ties. Like, got, how more honest do you We've got like six things to give away, and it's at least six more. viewers. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't trust people in ties, who can you trust? Okay, uh, PlayStation had some news today. They revealed six new indie games which will be coming to the PS5 as well as the PS4. So we got some here. They are Haven, which is what we can see on the screen now. Apparently a very zen, uh, relaxing type game. Very journey. Where have I seen this before already? Have they already written uh, Xbox. Was that uh, in the Xbox thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It as well. Uh, Worms Rumble was also released to much furor because it's not a strategic game anymore. It's a battle royale for reasons. What? Yeah. Hey, Did you, you got, not know that, Brayden? You got that there, no, Brayden? No, uh, it was the... It, I'm skipping over to the next video. You don't like that one? <laughs> no, um, it was it was a different order. It's fine. Oh, did I do them in the wrong order? Yeah. That sounds like something I do. <laughs> uh, so we can see on the screen here, this is new Worms Battle Royale. Um, I don't like it. So it's basically, it's... it's I, 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 
I don't like the idea of it, but I'll definitely give this a go because I love worms. I love like worms of mass destruction. That was going, which is free on Games Pass at the moment as well. So if you want to play that, Are you getting paid by Games Pass. Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> don't mind. But I mean, this is heaps better. Remember Worms 3D? How bad that was. Yeah, yes. You don't want to do that. Like, but this is like this is sideways. Like, you know, what is it? 2.5D. Um, I'll give it a go. But it doesn't look like the terrain's destructible. So I'm like, isn't that part of Worms? Yeah, it was. That was whole the fun and part of the strategy to it as well. Uh, next we have Marquette. 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 No, it's actually Marquette or something they say in there. Oh, no, there are T's in there. Yeah. So I looked at this and I was like, puzzle game? Don't really care about this because I hate puzzle games. But then I looked at this one and it's like, so you got your world and then there's a bigger version of the world and a bigger version of the world. So if you pick up a key in the little version of the, of the normal version of the world and put it into the tiny version of the world, then there'll be a giant key in the bigger version of the world. Does that I make like sense? Like that. I like sure. that. And, and it just keeps on going bigger to the point where cracks in the wall become giant gateways. And so like, skip it forward, maybe the middle of this, Braden, because this goes for a fair long time. Yeah. Might show you a bit more. A bit more. Obviously, so I'll show you the key bit where you can... So you can see here there's the little versions of the world. So if you put something in that... So, oh, there, you can see. so she's putting... A key which she used to open a door there, and, a and now she walks out of, of into the bigger world. There it is. There, I, that's awesome. That's pretty cool. And really I, like but that. yeah, but they do they do really really rad stuff. So basically, if you take it down to a tiny world, you can make giant bridges and stuff like see. And then if see here, you can see the key there. But if you look, if you're coming up here, and you can see in the background, come on, my foot, you can see a giant one there Ooh. that you've like. Yeah, so it's like the bigger it gets, keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. That it's hard tripped me out way it, too much. It's hard to explain. Um, it it seemed at first when it first started, they started playing it. I was like, mm, nah. But then as it went on, I'm like, oh yeah. And then by the end of the trail, I was like, I'm already confused and I hate this. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I'd like play that. Comment uh, from Dan in the uh, chat just there says it looks like Super Liminal, um, which is coming to PlayStation very, very soon. It was announced as well as Xbox, I think. Um, very, very similar to this as well. Uh, you mm. sort of rotate the camera and things are revealed from dis different aspects in order to get through the puzzle. Like Fez? Yeah, kind of like, no. Um, next game, which is named after me, Heavenly Bodies. Um, <laughs> just uh... So this game is like a... Yeah, that was good, Ben. Congratulations. Thanks. Thank you. Um, it's like a ragdoll Octodad vibe, but in space. Like, oh my god. Like, do you know what I mean? Do you know what I mean when Octodad vibe? That whole like full on just. It's a physics space. Thing, yeah, but, yeah, but like it's all just like. <laughs> 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 yeah, so yeah. But yeah, look, it's still there. It's got a bit of panic involved in it, though. Like, oh dear. I'm on board for that. I'm, no, yeah, no, I, I hate. I hate space like uh, gravity remember what was that gravity oh, i hate gravity too oh, no, it's always I, trying to keep me down i, I couldn't <laughs> it's watch always you down gravity. i couldn't watch it it made me sick <laughs> heavenly bullies uh, <laughs> <laughs> that is classy uh recompile recompile here this looked fun as hell just shoot them shoot them so yeah you you play this is like virus cracking so yeah. you're going into like computer and uh, and it keeps getting bigger and bigger, this trailer. Like, so you've got like, um, so it's obviously you're going into this world, a digital world to, uh, and it's, it, they could really play on actual coding in this and like things that you actually have to, like certain firewalls in rural arts that they represent through enemies and stuff like that. I think it's really cool. It's like Tron. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you skip kind of towards the, I don't think we'll get to the end, but if you go right into the end, Braden, there's like a giant monster it shows and it just looks wicked. Ooh. And it just okay. keeps on getting like, 
Ooh, Brayden was Tron in, meets Matrix. Brayden was intrigued by again yeah, having though, a giant monster boss. Yeah, how good were those? Like, they were just the Sentinels from the Matrix. But like, you, <laughs> and you can get flight suits and obviously to bypass certain things. And this just, looks cool though. Yeah, and the the sound effects are wicked. Um, and yeah, just yeah, this thing. Oh, oh that does look right actually. And yeah. I'm just like, yeah, man. But yeah, then again, might be crap. Uh, <laughs> you're right. It's Schrodinger's game, as are all games. Uh, Amina. So, uh, Sony from the Abyss? Why well, have got Sony from the Abyss written here? It's not Sony. No, it's not at all. Story from the Abyss. It, it um, <laughs> well, this wasn't much of a trailer. No, it wasn't. It was just <laughs> like, it was, a, it was a, a title and a, a character standing there. Um, but what I did want to bring up is that hopefully this means that PlayStation's returning to their PS3 days of supporting indies. Uh, seems lately the Switch has sort of grabbed that and every other shovelware that they tend to bring out on their platform now. And, uh, just pushing... Uh, more of the indies and if uh, well I'd say it's definite because they've got Shuhei Yoshida now in charge of the indie development uh, program we saw him at the start of this video uh, explaining what's going on in the world of indies and, and talking about bug snacks that needs to stop but uh, yeah what do we think uh, time for PlayStation to jump back into the indie world floppy yes definitely uh, it is one of my favourite things about them that they did in the PS3 uh, they've touched bases with it in the PS4, but they haven't really jumped onto it like they have in the no. past. No, they yeah. only sort of went the uh, the big one. Yeah, they just, big I mean, games. they've done things like Dreams, they've done things like Concrete Genie, which is great, but they haven't really jumped onto everything like they used to. Mm. Dan, what do you think uh, of the old PlayStation going back to the indie days? Do you reckon they will, as in... Well... Would you like them to? Would you like them to, I guess, mostly, and... Uh... So we're talking about the golden the golden indie days of Octodad? Sure. <laughs> Or when I was at Pixel Junk, remember that? Like, no, I was Pixel, Pixel, Pixel Junk Shooter. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. Uh, yes, nice. it was amazing. No. I loved it so much. Like they could do another Pixel Junk. They should have opened that PS5 Pixel Junk. Okay, moving on. Uh, the Atari VCS, you know oh. that thing, has had its release date and price announced. No one wants this. Well, they they said release date. They they said this holiday. Was well, that What holiday? My common, holiday? Common trend, mate. I've got a theory around this. Like, it's it's it, this is a strange one for them to bring out. They're putting a lot of effort into this, and the problem with this, I find, is that Atari came out like so. Atari was the beginning of my gaming. You know, like you know, the very start of yeah. when I started gaming. I'm like 42 now. So that means like 43, 44, 45 year olds. This thing is aimed at. Yeah. None of those people are kind of still into gaming like or there might be some you know do you know what i mean like they're not um, the ones that um, are going to say our demographic suggests otherwise yeah <laughs> i just don't think this is the right nostalgia thing i don't think this is the thing that anyone was really asking for like they, they like you're yeah, nothing on this like uh, the, the atari games are so simple they're so small like they're smaller than jpegs <laughs> like pictures so, do you remember that there was a, a bunch of atari games and stuff released as collections on I think I'm pretty sure it was on PS4 and Xbox One. So you can pretty much get all of these anyway and play them on your current machines. Your mic's there by the way, Flossie. Sorry. <laughs> uh yeah, so something I was gonna bring up as well. If you really, really wanted to play some of these old Atari games, there's a lot cheaper ways to do it. Like on your phone. Mm. Um <laughs> But I do like that the wood grain at the front is actual wood. Like, I really appreciated that when I was like looking into it. Like that, the one that when you do chew to get the wood grain is an actual like nice bit of wood that they put in there. They polished it. They've gone with like the um, the design of like it's basically you, you can pull this thing apart. It's like it actually those like grooves are bits that are mm. like. Mm. Um, now this was announced three years ago. 
Yeah, it's a long so time ago. It's been in development for a while. We've been covering it for uh, since it was announced, actually. And uh, yeah, they went through ups and downs. There was that uh, Gamescom uh, press conference like two or three years ago where they had a, a prototype there for you to look at. And it was just like a, a 3D box. printed model. Yeah. Like, there was nothing to it. Um, how much do you expect to pay for one of these, Dan? How much would I, would I expect? How much would I pay for it? Mm. If it's just got Atari games on it and it's just like a glorified, basically, phone or Ouya. Yep. Um, I would probably pay like 180 bucks for it. 180? Floppy, what do you think? I would put it into the category of like the mini thing, so I'd say 120. 120, okay. yeah, yeah, that's better. Yeah, yeah. I actually, as soon as I said 180, I thought to myself, hang on, now that's heaps too much. Money now, bags. bearing in mind it hasn't been officially announced for Australia yet, but the US price is at the bargain uh, total of $389 US, which what? is around $560 in Australian money. That is what? ridiculous. Uh, the, the chat's like six hundo, <laughs> they reckon. Yeah, I would not even look at it for that. Like, yeah, just you, six hundred bucks, man. I could buy like, you know, the whole gimmick. Six, six and a quarter copies of The Last of Us. When, <laughs> when they when they started uh, promoting this, it was supposed to be the affordable next gen machine. That's, That's what ridiculous. they were pitching. Oh as. yeah, and like, all right. The next-gen machines are going to be around 500 US, let's face it. But still, I would save that one or $200 extra and get a PS5 or a Series X over something that is not going to have a lot of dev support. They'll also play a Blu-ray if you want. Well, yeah. <laughs> chat, re chat reckons it'll be 100 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> like, quick smart. Do you know what else would be 100 bucks on Amazon, quick smart? Underwear. Avengers. More specifically, their game when it's released, because that's probably how much it'll cost. Anyway, it's been released on the 4th of September. They dropped a brand new trailer for this game that tries to be Destiny and isn't making any qualms about it. Destiny? What do you mean? Uh, the gameplay is very Destiny-like. Like, very Destiny-like. Oh. So, something cool about the 4th of September? What's that? Day after my birthday. Oh. The same. Do you know what I... Save up now, kids. Get, Do you know what I got from this game? Present. I get from it, like, in all the shots that I've ever seen of it, it looks heaps like Final Fantasy XV. How yeah. it plays, like, yeah. heaps. And, like, we've got some footage of him here, like, smashing around. See, it looks great. No, the main thing that really annoyed me about this is there was a cutscene before this that showed Thor flying in and saving the day and being all heroic. Um, and he just, like, decimated some robots. And then you come into the actual gameplay and he's struggling with, like, uh, like little pansy robots to defeat. Like, they're taking one or two hits for him to dis dismantle them. Like, it, they're yeah, not yeah. obeying their own rules. Not really enough. No, but like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, they've established but Thor. This, this, here, this looks like Final Fantasy XV. That's like basically what yeah. you do in that game. There's like a guy in the middle, you're fighting him. Like, you, you're running around. Um, anyway, MODOK has been revealed as the big bad. Uh, for those of you who don't know who MODOK is, he's a big he's a head. head. <laughs> he's a face. He's a big head with little arms. Oh, what does MODOK stand for? What's the acronym? It's like I don't know, but he stands for Advanced... But uh, of, of murder or something like that. Yeah, I don't yeah know. it's like m murder only, like, destruct stupid. On command. Yeah, <laughs> with a K in the Mortal yeah, Kombat universe. Like, yeah. Um, so this didn't, really didn't look enticing to me. They showed a good 10 minutes of Thor combat. Didn't do anything for me. I, I think the character models still look off. I I'm, don't. Well, they're like supposed them. to look off. They're not supposed to look like the film. I don't, yeah. I they don't do that care. On purpose. I don't care that they don't look like the film. But oh. they don't look like real characters either. The Uncanny Valley, again, I go on about oh, Uncanny Valley. But I will be at him. They haven't chosen <laughs> a style, in my opinion. 
Okay, that just looks like graphics. They're yeah. trying to walk the line of hey, realism. It's, it's it's cartoony comic book style, but it's also hyper realistic. Correct, and I just don't think that they blend. Like either go the full hog and go cartoony, or you know use the likenesses of the voice actors maybe. Yeah. Like you know uh, do something there. They probably look like the like not like Avengers. Those voice actors. So <laughs> Doesn't thing... matter. You can incorporate their looks. Into um, it. I um I reckon this game might be cool though. I reckon it's my... if it's fun, if it's fun to play, it's a win. What's going on here? So the thing that I really <laughs> like about it is that they didn't take the really easy route and just go with the movie models and a movie storyline. They actually dared to get out of that, do something different, that. You know, go against what we've been uh, trained to know is Thor and, and Iron Man for the last... How? How have they gone against that? From what you've seen, what makes you think they're going, they're rebutting I the... I mean, they're not, um, they're not just automatically fitting it into the movie MCU. I thought that would have been an easy and cheap way out. So I like that they've done something different. Mm, no, I, it's not doing it for me. you got to realise, I've been reading these comics since I was eight years old. So the movies for me are, are very secondary to the comic universe. Mm. So yeah, I, yeah. I've had that separation for many, that, many years, and it's just not. I good feel one. this Thor in here with the t-shirt with the, the sticker on it, like yep. "Hi, my name is." It's very Marvel Universe movie. Like, yep, they, they never did this kind of stuff in the comics. They never joked in the that comics much of him being in a t, right. you know, him dressing yeah. down to be hanging in, out with the exactly. humans. Exactly in the comics. Um, when Thor wasn't Thor originally, like back in the 60s, he Jeez. was Donald Blake. Yeah. Uh, and he was... Donald Blake. No, Donald Blake was... He had a uh, walking stick because he had a, a crippled leg. Mm. Um, so And he was a doctor. Uh, it turns out that uh, that was actually the punishment from Odin for being cocky. He banished him to a mortal body and blah, 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 blah. Anyway. Et cetera, et cetera, yeah. That, that's what they did. When he wasn't holding Mjolnir, it was uh, as a civilian. Um, so it is very much a movie <laughs> thing. Um... We just saw Iron Man cockily blow up something yeah, as he was talking to Thor. That is a very movie thing. Before That's the just movies, an Iron Man thing. no, but no. Before the movies, Iron Man wasn't like that. Iron Man was almost like a, a Captain America type thing who used to drink every now and then. Yeah, Iron Man was real boring before the movies. Very, very boring. That, that's a rock. Oh, he was Jr. okay thing. an extremist. So I think, <laughs> yeah, but even that was uh, again, extremist was after the movies. I'm talking Iron no, Man no, before no. the movies. No, 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 extremist. The comic wasn't extremist. The comic. Yeah. That was back. Yeah. In, that was why. That was back when I first started working at comic shops. And those uh, moves. Oh, that was the Warren Ellis one, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, was there I more than one extremist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was it. No, I got it mixed up. Doesn't matter. Doesn't line. matter. Anyway, uh, they ended Lord. the stream. How dare you get mixed up in eighty years of law? <laughs> <laughs> they ended the stream by saying that they will be announcing their first post-launch hero in the next stream, which is coming up very, very soon. So we were asked, who is the character who we think. Is going to be <laughs> the next Avenger. Um, wait, 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 I want to quickly before you do this. I really like that they got Kamala Khan in it. I completely agree. Yeah, I, I think, think she's so one of the best Marvel characters that they've got. They don't, they don't use her enough. Yep. She's wicked. Her comics sell really well to non-traditional Marvel fans. Yep. Um, I, and I just really like that she seems to be frontlining a lot of the story in this. I completely I, agree. No, I love, I, um, I love her. From what I've seen. She looks the most realistic out of all the, the characters. Considering how unrealistic her power is, with all the big hands and stuff. stretchy hands. It's the way she reacts to it. She reacts like a normal person. As you never know, to... we might have just seen bad shots. You we know, it is like a, it, well, you know, that's that's the one thing you want to show in a trailer it, of a multi-million dollar game, is all the bad pits. It is a, ja <laughs> it is a Japanese company doing Western dialogue. That's a bit racist. Is that racist though? Because it's, like, it's like me doing a Jap <laughs> it's like me doing a Japanese game. Like I, I just wouldn't get it right. Uh, so our uh, our picks for the next character. I've picked 
Uh, someone who uh, is very familiar to a lot of you. He's a speedster. Uh, he can run really fast. He got his powers in um, unconventional ways. That's right. He's your favorite character and mine. The Wizard. <laughs> now, The Wizard. He's wearing beige. The Wizard. <laughs> the Wizard. Oh. Got his powers by injecting himself with goose blood. Are you taking the piss? I'm right not now? taking the piss. That that that's what happened. He injected himself with goose blood, got super fast, <laughs> and called himself the Wizard. I think that's called satanic. Goose so, uh, blood, eh? That that was uh, that was one of the characters in the very early days of Marvel. Why does goose blood make you fast? Why call yourself the Wizard? Why, why not Goose Man? Why wouldn't well, goose blood just make to blood turn into like an asshole? Why wouldn't it kill you? Damn! <laughs> Who's your pick? And can it beat the Wizard? I pick. Dupe. Dupe. <laughs> Dupe. So Dupe is Dupe. a joke character that um he, well, he used to be. He's not anymore. He yeah he was, he still is a bit. He's a joke character. He speaks in a um like a gibberish language, like, which is written in you know in just like what uh, you know just in these speech bubbles. He just doesn't make sense, but everyone can understand him apart from the reader. So they'll be talking and that like with Wolverine in that, and then they'll like Dupe will say something and then just everyone will laugh in the next panel and like you just don't know what he said. Like he's a great character. The best in joke. Yeah, yeah. And then I think he uh, later on in like um when Wolverine took over the Gene Gray school, changed it to Green Gene Gray school, he was actually the administrator yep. of the school. <laughs> the astonishing X Men. Amazing. No, Wolverine and the X-Men. Wolverine and the X-Men, yeah. That was a good series. Jason Aaron wrote that. You should get it. It's very cheap on Comixology. Mm, or it's funny and serious. Greenlight Comics, possibly. Yeah, that as well. Probably go there first. Forget I said anything about digital comics. Yeah. Traitor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Floppy, who do you, who do you think? Uh, I went for maybe a little more realistic uh, route to think that I think could actually come in there. I went for Squirrel Girl. Good Love character. She's great, great character. character. She's up there with Kamala Khan. But one Friends of my favourite things Khan. is because she, she uses little nuts mm-hmm. and things like that, kind of like Batman with his pellets and things like that, she keeps them in little pouches that are called her nut sacks. Yep. And canonically, canonically defeated Thanos. Yes. Yeah, that's that's canon. Well, she's called the unbeatable squirrel girl because she's unbeatable, she's unbeatable, but she doesn't fight. She's just unbeatable in everything she does. Yep. <laughs> And I know what it says, like, we're, uh, we're in, her, um, in her comic, is like, uh, the unbeatable squirrel girl with all the powers of a girl and a squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> but let's get some DLC for Squirrel Girl. Let's get upgrades to your nutsacks. Oh, we can't see Brayden's. It's behind our thing. Oh, no, we can. Brayden, right. who have you got? <laughs> uh, so I went ahead and picked something that's coming to the MCU in the next couple of years. Ooh. I want to see Blade. Ooh. The Daywalker. Nice. Give me a sword and a gun. He, um... Blade, um, he doesn't come up much in the old comics anymore. Uh, he's, he had a comic recently. Was, he was in a in one of them. Don't ask I think us, it was like one of the. Comics. He's really a background character nowadays. Hey. <laughs> Sorry, I was just uh, mentioning to Floppy that yeah. he might want to talk. But I feel like the I second Mahershala Ali is playing him in a film, people will want more Blade going on. Oh, I agree. People I agree. in the uh, Untitled Goose. People in the chat. Who do you think? Just uh, name them off, and I'll just read them and say nothing. Morph. <laughs> Morph is great. I love Morph. Morph is an X-Men cartoon character. He actually wasn't in the comics at no, all. But I know Morph. I've watched the cartoon in the 90s. I know, but he was really boring. It was just a guy. Do you remember the other... <laughs> just uh, a thought, dude. I thought you were talking about Morph. Do you remember that that little clay guy? Little clay... Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Spy kids. Speaking of little clay guys... Keep on slowing down. Is Kojima hinting at Death Stranding 2? Now, this isn't a part of Kojima Watch because he got something a little bit special planned for that a little bit later on. 
But he was on Twitter sharing photos of his workstation. Oh. And we can see the little bibby oh, there. Oh, God, that looks so disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> that is gross, And man. he's there making some plans. He's got some paints out. He's got his keyboard. Um, Rumours have been that uh, whatever this next project is could be taking place in the Death Stranding world, as we saw a Bridges logo. Why that? As we can is see that a, a Mac keyboard? As we can see a Bridges logo. Pretty sure it's Logitech. Right there. You know what would be funny? If that's got nothing to do with what he's working on and he just likes to have that around. Or, you know, if he's just messing with the internet. He will, I would, he if I had that much internet control, I'd just put heaps of weird things. Would <laughs> Kojima mess with anyone? I don't know. Do we remember the lead-up to a Phantom Pain reveal? Never even heard of it. <laughs> you, you do remember what he did there, right? I can't remember what he did. What did he do? Uh, they, they Before Ground Zero? Or? No, this is before... Metal Gear Solid 5 was revealed. Yeah. On the lead up to it, there was rumours that it was going to be uh, Metal Gear Solid 5. But a uh, mysterious... Uh, I forget the name now, but it was a pun. And the uh, director was just a guy who was all bandaged up to conceal his identity. And they were going to reveal at E3 that year uh, what this huge game is going to be. And they came out and the guy took off his mask and it was Kojima. <laughs> all oh, along. no, I remember And he went, that. Metal Gear 5! That and was, everyone went, yeah, we we, we know. Yeah, like, it was dumb. It was transparent as hell. <laughs> what, what the hell's wrong with you, Kojima? Metal Gear. <laughs> Kojima, what a guy. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is out soon, and Ooh. Sucker Punch released this gorgeous cinematic trailer to hype me even more. <laughs> You're really hyped for this, are oh, oh, yeah, I cannot wait. That's Jin. That's the main guy. That's the ghost. That's the man who will become the ghost. Um, Try Jin. How are we going to be uh, playing this, everyone? I'm going in full Kurosawa mode and going black and white. I will not be, but I will try it out. Yeah. I will yeah. put it on for a couple of minutes at least. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm. See, I, I want to do it. like that 2.5D. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want to play it uh, to experience it like this as well, but I also really, really, really want to play it in the Kurosawa mode and just see. Uh, how well they've used the lighting there because they've put a lot of effort into it as well. Just play the 40-hour game twice. Yeah, good idea. I'll do that. I'll do that. Um, you can keep an eye out for a uh, Sucker Punch slash Samurai Nostalgia coming out as well. Ooh. Oh, can we? Yeah, we're going to record that within the next week or so. Oh, are we? What? At some point. Cool. And um, uh, I'm actually watching a bunch of Kurosawa films at the moment. I'm actually having a weekend of it. I'm going to watch Seven Samurai again. Getting ready for it. Like yeah. Kurosawa, he makes mad films. What? If I made films. Hmm? Kurosawa, he makes mad films. Yeah. Yep. Thanks, Floppy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love when people don't get my references to cool songs from the 90s. Oh, it's because we were young then. Uh, PSVR 2 is rumoured. Uh, Sony, Sony filed this patent on the 25th of June. Uh, <laughs> it's clearly VSVR 2. Why does it look uh, like the light gun from the Nintendo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it should be worth saying that companies uh, patent technology all the freaking time and nothing and ever they comes don't from use it. it yeah. So this is to be taken with a great Can we double click on that, Braden, and look at that picture a bit more? Uh, but I, I wanted to bring this up purely so we could talk about the VR games that are coming out at the moment. We've got Star Wars Squadron, which is fully yes. playable in VR, which is coming out this year. Uh, Iron Man VR, which came out today. Also a fully VR experience. Um, do we think VR will survive into the next generation? Yes. Well, if you look at this picture, it's um, it's got all the cords in that. And if this is like, if they're planning to do something, the headset and is not corded on there. That's and right. It's, it's really obviously not corded. Like, it is wireless. And that's one of the, the, the things about the, the PlayStation VR, which, which, which elks me? Is that a word? Irks. 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 
Elks? But we know it's possible. It's a big tree. It's a big tree right in the middle of the room. You bump into it all the time when you've got your glasses on. So we know it's a possible thing because we've got the Oculus. Is it the Oh, yeah, your Oculus, the Vive, all of them. They all have wireless. They have wireless. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Why not? The headset weighs 100 kilograms, according to the diagram. Correct. It does. So make sure you get all your neck press-ups done. I don't know if that's a weight, but hey, okay. Um, TV only weighs 15. What's the best VR game that we've played? Uh, ooh, so, can I say two? Yeah. All right, super hot. Yep. Yeah. And um, the VR mission in Battlefront. Cool. Um, super hot for me. The VR mission in Battlefront is pretty good. I also liked um, the demo of the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Never um, again. I mean, there are, there are the whole heap. I've never played Astrobot, and that's the one oh. everyone says is the best one out, and I've never played it. I should. I own PlayStation VR. It's sitting over there, but I've never gotten around to it. If anyone in the chat has played Astrobot and they think I should play it, tell me. And if you'd like to see Dan stream it, do that as well. Uh, Any of you guys played uh, Star Trek Bridge Crew? Yes. Oh my god, I forgot about Star Trek Bridge Crew. Is that it your is... Re rehash? Is that it now? It is. Yeah. I'll... Yes, it is. Is that where you just sit down and give directions? Yeah, well, no, yeah, so you can, you're you can have, you you can have four people. You can have four people playing. One person's the captain, one's the helm, one. I can sit down and talk to people in VR. <laughs> and you and you fly the starship and you. Finally, and you I can mission. leave this boring reality behind. You fly a starship. Come on, that's it's great. Good. Someone's on weapons. Someone's on. I always get the yeah. idea. I would get like stressed out that I don't know what my job is. Mister Spock, <laughs> can we fire on that missile? No, we can't, Captain. You got buttons okay. in your chair. You got a view screen. It's great. It would be pretty fun. Like a I mean, chair and a screen. Have they worked out within the Star Trek universe what everything does on the bridge, like in real life? Like, have they gone like, well, this is actually does this, that, that, the thing? You know, because sure they must they go do. pretty deep into it. Like what? They, like what some people do with uh, Doctor Who's different Tardises. They, oh like, really? Do they? Really? What all the different knobs do so that if an actor hits the wrong thing, they're like, oh, that's incorrect. So do you uh, mean, by finding uh, out, do you mean they just make shit up? Because surely they don't actually assign jobs to every single button they put You're on talking the about the internet. Yeah, sorry about that. You're talking about Star Trek here. That's deep, man. These days, are, I mean, like in that new one, Discovery, they would like, they would go, this is what all these buttons do. Don't be a dickhead and press the wrong button because that blows the ship up. Speaking of pressing buttons, Crash Bandicoot 4 got announced like two minutes after we got off the air. Oh. I say announced, but uh, it was leaked, leaked. by a Taiwanese uh, game thing and then they had to pretend that oh we got a big announcement coming and everyone went, yeah we know looks almost as good as spongebob uh what do we think about this i'm keen you keen yeah it was just, i have a cool connection to crash bandicoot it was oh, the I first game i ever got on a playstation ever yeah oh, cool. this and is the first game i got on playstation as well it's came great with my game. ps1 yep mine was gran turismo boring. really that's boring. a boring game it came with the uh, thing um now, it was reported to have microtransactions after Xbox listed offers in-store <laughs> purchases. However, this is for some skins which are included in the game and they had a separate listing for some reason. There is absolutely no microtransactions in Crash Bandicoot 4. Now, Bandicoot? One, <laughs> I'm Australian, I'm allowed yeah, to. Um, one thing that was brought to my attention by a friend of the show, uh, Carlin Bud, was the cover. Can we just bring up the cover? Just look at what words are underlined there. Can I say it? it oh, I get it now. It's, Everybody, it's, on the count of three, one, two, three. It's, it's dick time. time. See, I didn't get this for so long. It's, yeah, the words that are underlined. Yeah, it's, I don't know if that... 
I, I think it's just supposed to be about in time. I don't think they meant to do that. It's not like it's, up your arsenal or what's the other one you call it? Ripper Fire. It's 100% them trying to dig on that style. But dick time doesn't mean anything. Oh, it does. Well, to yeah. Crash it does. Crash is a dick, man. Like, these no, things are hard. Great, he's a great character. Like I like I, I oh. like what they've done in the new one as well, where he's just like, he's kind of just there. Everyone speaks around him and he doesn't speak. I like that. I liked it right at the very end. They go, oh, how many times have we done this? And they go, four. No, three. No, three. And they go, are you sure? Seems like more. No, and no, no, Crash no. is just looking. And he doesn't even look at people. He just looks sideways and goes like... It's because he doesn't have a neck. Yeah, he's wicked. <laughs> Michael like Towns in the chat has pointed out the Super Mario Galaxy. I won't repeat the one, but... Oh, yes, of course. Michael Towns. Um, yeah, if you look at the words, the letters that are coloured in Super Mario Galaxy, it spells out a little phrase as well. So, uh, game cover designers having a jolly old laugh at everyone's Do you expense. remember the... Um, I think I brought this up before. Do you remember the old Coke ad that they had up on the billboard and the dude, the design... It was a drawn one. And in the, in the ice cube uh, in the corner... So, there was all these ice cubes with the Coke in it. The outline... You can actually find this, Braden, if you want to bring it up on, online... The outline of, you could see the reflection of a, a wang with a mouth coming down onto it. And the, it was actually in there and the dude fully got fired. But it had already gone to billboards all across the world. I got one for you. It's amazing. Is this Sex and the Lion King? No, but okay. it's uh, it's um, Little Mermaid. And the wang the, on the cover? The wang on the, in the castle on the cover. One of yep. the towers is a wang. Can yep. we find all these and put them up? Um, the Lion King. Uh, yeah, it's spelled SFX though, not SEX. Yeah, it was sex. That no, was him was trying SFX. to cover it. That, well, fight? yeah, yeah, it was SFX. That's why they took it out of the any fight club style. <laughs> um, it's is like one of Dan's old videos. Are you finding any in the brain? Or you? I'm, I'm trying to find this Cocad one. Yeah, just look up Cocad. There's not many. Just look up Little Mermaid. Phallic Tower. Doesn't matter. We will move on and Brandon can bring it in when we find it. Okay, last news item that was announced just before. Uh, we're getting a Fallout TV show. That'd be cool. Uh, Amazon is partnering with Bethesda with the Westworld showrunners at the helm. Um, I personally cannot wait to see how uh, they handle um, translating the bugs from the game to the TV <laughs> show so we get that true Bethesda experience <laughs> of a floating torso. No, there's just going to be a character talking to them, like, you know, like one on one. And then the next nose? shot, no, their head will just go <laughs> and then go, Doo! and just shoot off the screen. <laughs> like. I think someone in one of our Discord channels was saying they can't wait to see like just a floating creature. Yep, yep just floating. <laughs> I've, got a, I've got a whole bunch of them, in a video there if you want to put them on. Uh, uh, the stuff ups, yes. While we're doing that, I reckon it's time for another announcement. What do you reckon? Yeah, we're going to do a giveaway. Okay, no, we're going to go to an announcement and a giveaway. Ooh. So the announcement first. Now, this is an announcement that we uh, just made before the show. Uh... As of episode 101, if we can get all the logistics working out, we are going weekly with Hack the Dino. Um, so it's going to be a little bit different. We're still going to do the Friday night live streams, and they're still going to go for about two hours. So it's going to be just as normal. However, on the Saturday, the podcast and the VOD will go up on YouTube, and they will only be an hour long. It'll be the first part of the show going up as an episode, and then the following week will be the second half of the episode going up. So we're going to have a weekly Hack the Dino. Uh, we're just hoping that that'll be a way to draw more people in, make it nice and easy so people know Saturday morning, that's when you get your dino baby. Just like your old cartoons. Uh, so hopefully you enjoy that. If not, let us know, and we'll, we'll change back. Like that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> We're just trying new things. We're 100 episodes in. We want to grow. We want to be bigger. We want you guys to have 
uh, the ability to tell people, hey, go check out these dudes. They wear suits. They're very nice. We want um, people to see how unbelievable professional our show is. Mm. It's ridiculous. Actually, I, I don't know if you guys noticed yeah, how There's a freaking lodge behind us. No, no, in, in, like, no getting, getting real. Getting like, real. Real talk, real yep. talk. This show is really well made. Yep. And I made it. <laughs> Dan does all the graphical stuff. Like a lot of you very... may not realize, like Dan spends a lot of time putting together all this stuff. Uh, his background is film and art, obviously. Art. Um, so, like graphic design and art and all the stuff that no one else can really do that well. Um, and he puts a lot of time and a lot of hours going in there. The show looks like an amazing thousand buck production. Um, <laughs> 40 buck production. <laughs> like, you see a lot of these shows, uh, even like the really high-end professional shows, they're sitting around a table uh, and they're, they're doing cutaways, whereas Dan's created this whole green screen environment. It's interactive. It looks like a million bucks, and we just want more people to see it because we are damn proud of it. Um, the writing of the show, I work on the show for two weeks leading up to it. Uh, every morning I get up and I work on the show, try and find news, delete, add. We all have show runs. Uh a lot of work goes into it. Uh, so so we're just sick of being humble. And we're going to go, yo, we got the best show out there. Come watch it. And that's best why show. we're going to Weekly. We're also quite pretty. Wow. Well, I am. Well, I mean, I've got to something to show, mate. <laughs> hey, let's give away something. Give away. All right, it's time uh, from the legendary Michael Towns to give away one of his Game Boy cards. Did we get it? Where is one? No, I think show? it's over there. There's one that's behind you. We'll get it sometime. It's behind you. Uh, so this game is a fantastic walking sim that was completely <laughs> coded and uh, created by Michael Towns last year, and it comes on a Game Boy cart, and it plays in your Game Boy. Uh, it's freaking amazing. And this, this game goes to the aptly titled... Game Boy Dad. So congratulations, oh, Game Boy oh, Dad. Oh, no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, named, you named them wrong, Dan. Uh, Game Boy Dad, congratulations. No, you I have won it. a Game Boy <laughs> copy of the Avcon Walking Thingy uh -oh. by Michael Towns. So I'll shoot you a DM and get you the details <laughs> on how you can claim your prize. <laughs> Professional. We're just claiming how good our show is. And then like... That was Brayden. All right? that's, that's no, his... no, 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 no. I, I will take a photo of the goddamn stream deck right now. <laughs> no. I pressed on Game Boy game nah. and I had to quickly change it over to giveaway 2 oh, I, I don't know what you're talking about I didn't even see what it was hey you know what it's time for hey did we skip a giveaway Kojima no. watch no it's right giveaway Kojima Watch, he's back. You may have missed him over the past couple of weeks. That's because there was no Kojima news because there's a worldwide plague going on and he plague? was isolation like the correct person that he is. Yes. Smart. <laughs> I just choked in my own vomit. Um, Lovely. Is vomit? <laughs> even spit? Spit or did I it, yeah, I had milk. I'm lactose intolerant. Um, milk. What a, what a oh, Jesus game. <laughs> are you national show? What are you drinking, Dan? Today, what is your drink I've of done, choice? I did tonight? a I did a premix of gin and 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 and, and uh, soda water. I'm uh, I'm drinking some nice Shivers Regal. You drink all the Shivers Regal. I'm drinking all the Shivers Regal neat. What do you got there, uh, Ben? And a milkshake. <laughs> it's still there, isn't it? <laughs> Not anymore. Uh, so Kojima Watch, we decided to do something a little special this week. Uh, there have been rumours of a Metal Gear movie coming around. Okay. 
Uh, and we had an interview with the director Jordan Voigt Roberts, who is currently finishing up production on Kong vs. Godzilla. Uh, in an appearance on Gary Witter's Animal Talking Show, which is fantastic, uh, Voigt Roberts said that the script has been finished, but he has yet to be given the green light from a studio to actually make it. He said, and this gives us a lot of hope, quote, Look, this is my baby. I've been working on this thing for six years, trying to make it so it's the disruptive, punk rock, true to Metal Gear, true to Kojima-san spirit version of what it is. I will continue to fight for it every day. It's a difficult thing. Getting any movie made in Hollywood is hard. Getting something like Metal Gear made, it's so complex, so it's even harder. That's why I'm trying to make it for a... Sorry. That's why I'm trying to make it for a budget where you can do crazy shit. Where you can do the Metal Gear version of it, where it isn't being neutered. neutered. Uh, so, brilliant. That's exactly what I want to hear. Uh, Voight, uh, Voight Roberts is a huge video game fan, so I'm supremely confident that he's uh, written an awesome script. However, you know who else is awesome, and who else could write some really good scripts? Your boys. Well, That's right. We are going to pitch our Metal Gear movies. So coming up first, Floppy. All right. Hit us with your Metal Gear movie. So we're going to pitch this as if we're doing it to the pe the people? Do yep, gonna you're pitching it? it to the studios. They're like watching it? right now. Are they going to pick one? All right, so I want you to imagine this. I want to imagine that you're watching Solid Snake and he's infiltrating Outer Heaven. Mm -hmm. Haven, sorry. Yep. And he's uh, he's on a mission to destroy Metal Gear. Good, good. Uh, sticking right. with the classics. Yeah, sticking with the classics. Nice, it's familiar. Uh, it's nice and it's easy. He's going in, he's going in. We're watching him through this, we're watching him infiltrate. And then mm -hmm. at some point we realise it's not solid. It's Liquid. Oh, who's Liquid? Liquid is Evil Twin. <gasps> oh my Liquid's gosh. not going in there to destroy Metal Gear. He's going in there to do steal Metal Gear. Bum, 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 bum. You've just watched a movie about a bad guy winning. Yeah, I like think, it. Uh, think Breaking Bad, but uh, Liquid slash more Eli. More And more mullets. And more blonde. We don't have enough movies where bad guys win. No, we don't. Bad guys uh, win all the time. I like that idea because Liquid is pretty awesome. He's not as good as Ocelot, but Liquid is pretty cool. Do you remember there was a uh, an old episode of Roger Ramjet where the baddies in it, like, their their main plan was they went through all the comic books and made all the bad guys win, and Roger no. Ramjet couldn't handle that and he had to change it? You mean the pill-popping hero? Yeah. Yeah, such a, <laughs> such a weird... It's good to see that uh, Braden's dad's in the chat again. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Dixon? Just in time to hear my Metal Gear pitch. Go for it. Okay, so this is a mashup of Metal Gear Solid and the first two Metal Gears that come out on the MSX and the NES. Right, so the whole, play, whole movie takes place on Shadow Moses. Uh, you follow... Uh, Solid this, Snake as he infiltrates this is so deep. Shadow Moses <laughs> with uh, his contact simply being a man called Abraham. Mm, the, so the, the general that he talks to is just mm. a disembodied voice called Abraham. You get glimpses of him. Uh, the big bad is Liquid. Liquid Snake. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't know there's any relation, uh, relation there. With Revolver Ocelot, his right-hand man. As it is. Right-hand man. Yeah. Thank you. Uh... Throughout the movie, Ocelot, in a battle with Solid, uh, where you think Ocelot passes away, uh, reveals that Liquid is actually Solid's brother. <gasps> bum, bum, bum! Uh, the final battle with uh, Metal Gear is an espionage mission, with the reveal that Abraham is actually in charge as Big Boss. 
So your contact throughout this whole time is Big Boss and he's the one who's in charge of Metal Gear and you've been taking orders from a bad guy who's infiltrated the military. Uh, however, another twist in true Kojima style, because you've got to have like five of them, uh, <laughs> Liquid reveals that Big Boss is actually their father. Oh. <laughs> so there's two shirtless dudes just kicking each other with roundhouses. Far out, I love it's this like game. Like something in the background. <laughs> That's amazing. It's like a Van Damme film, isn't it? Uh, so then, the final fight against Big Boss. Um, you uh, you kill Big Boss. <gasps> Solid Snake kills Big Boss. His father, who as he's dying, tells uh, Solid that he has to look out for the Patriots. Oh, who are the Patriots? Who are the Patriots? Bad guys. Oh, no. After the credits, we see an alive and well Big Boss receiving an update of all that transpired from Liquid, o sorry, just from Ocelot. He's not Liquid yet. Just from Ocelot. He's he's alive and well, and he's the real Naked Snake and the real father of Liquid and Solid. The other one was their other cloned brother, Solidus Snake. This is like the plot to Inception. No, it, it's Kojima. This is uh, basically like. You a, know what's gonna happen? Like, imagine you actually said this, and the first thing that the the dudes would be like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" <laughs> like we haven't played Metal Gear, so we don't know what you're talking about. We're just executives. <laughs> what are all these words you just said? Believe it or not, I've simplified that story and married characters together and meshed them together to make it kind of make sense. <laughs> I've tried to play Kingdom Hearts, right, and that made more sense. Okay, um, no, don't, don't bullshit like that for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just doing that to rip Ben. This, of course, leads into the next movie, which would be a prequel, and it would be based on Metal Gear Solid 3 Snake Eater. Possibly the best game in the series. Coolest sound. Coolest true. That's true. All right. Uh, Dan. Can I... Uh, <laughs> all right. No pressure, but... No pressure. Um, well, it's coming from a guy who's played all the Metal Gear Solid games and still doesn't understand them. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on in any... Okay, of Dan. Hit us with your movie. So I've decided to go with something a little bit different. I decided to go with more of an animated vibe, maybe. <laughs> um, so in my in my in my movie, executives, picture all the snakes, all the snakes <laughs> living in the same house apartment together. <laughs> so you got, you know, all of them. So they all live. They're all they all uh, naked, <laughs> venom, liquid, solid, solidus. Who else is there? Is it five? Yeah, I can never Naked, remember. Naked, liquid, solid, uh, solid. And they're friend. all co-owners in a donut shop. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Metal Gear Rex, the giant robot, opens a rival, rival donut shop across the street. What, what happens next? Uh. Donut bake-off challenge. <laughs> But all the snakes get together, <laughs> use all their military skills, and in the end, they win. <laughs> Rex gets defeated, but learns a lesson in cooperation. <laughs> then Rex becomes man. <laughs> the end. I like that Rex becomes man. <laughs> yes! <laughs> oh, I want that movie so bad. <laughs> it's like an episode <laughs> of You guys love it, and I'm just like... It's all right. Oh, man, that was the greatest thing I've ever heard. Was there any cool... Too many snakes. <laughs> was there any cool ones that got uh, thrown up out in the chat there, Braden? Um, I was going to say, I saw one which was... Uh, I saw some big comments. Uh, Can we one, read that one out? One, one continuous shot where the actor playing Solid Snake, uh, Solid Snake has to do a shot of whiskey every time anyone says Metal Gear. Damn. It ends in a Metal Gear Solid 2 skateboarding game spectacular <laughs> against the president of the USA... 
and then Rules of Nature from Revengeance blast during the credits. Yeah, it's good. That Revengeance. I didn't bring that into it. Yeah, make a seven-hour film. I should have just done them. All the snakes live together with Raiden. <laughs> <laughs> and he like they treat him really poorly, like Cinderella. Oh, Townsy, Townsy, Fallen. Great movie where bad guy wins. The uh, legendary Townsy, an aging mm. actor, gets roped into playing guitar for a heavy metal group named the Solids during Coachella. <laughs> Richard Gear stars in Metal Gear Solid. Oh, that's good. That's good. All right, should we give something else away? Yeah, sure. Thing, Besides yeah. that amazing movie pitch. Yep. If we see that movie, if we see the Dono Donut Shop Metal Gear Solid movie, <laughs> the Dono, we're, we're coming <laughs> to Metal Gear, Metal Gear Dono, Metal Gear Donut. <laughs> okay, we give away. <laughs> That's what it's called. We, Metal Gear Donut. Yes, oh, we we should really film that. We can't. We can film that. We can do it. We you can, can do look a fan at the film. stuff that you can do. We are in a lodge. You're Big Boss. Yeah, I'm Big Boss. I'm clearly Solidus. Yeah, Although I'm I really like Liquid Ocelot. We can, no, we don't, there's only, there's only four of us. We have to double. We have to like. We have well, to see, ed- one of us has to have... be Liquid and Solidus and Big Boss. No, we have and... to... I'll do all yeah, that. Yeah, we have to have Eddie to Murphy. We have to I Eddie Murphy shave. and play everyone. I look like a 12 year old if I shave. <laughs> we, we're going to do it. We're going to make a trailer. I'm going to. I can put on voices. To give you hope of how this could turn out, I'm going to show you these guys who have recreated. From their own studio and green screen and terrible, terrible editing, um, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring. What, now? No, I'm going to show you that later. Oh, so, good, okay. Oh, so okay. You have I was waiting for it. We so, okay. Yeah, we were sitting in silence. Can I go? I'll watch that. No, nah, snakes on a plane? Oh, that's been done. Yeah, but like solid snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's just them for four hours. Like one's taking a nap. <laughs> listening to... <laughs> one of them seems pissed off because the other one is still stuck in coke. <laughs> Anyway, let's give away something. Uh, we're going to give away another copy of Right, the spectacular uh, double jumping, wall jumping platformer from Dan Freer. Such a good game. It is a fantastic game. And again, we drew before. So the winner of Right, by the way, I did pay attention to when Dan was streaming, who was commenting. So those who were commenting, I took a special note of. And those who said, oh, I wouldn't mind playing that game. Well, guess what? You win it. You win it. So congratulations to Anari Fox for Boo! winning. <laughs> See, that's right. Too. That's the panel that I had to click. Are you ready? This one's the Game Boy game. Oh, he's so bitter about that. <laughs> I had to set this all up before. Did you, press, like... did you press the clap button? Oh, there we go. <laughs> Uh, so congratulations, Anari Fox. Hope you enjoy that game. Please don't forget to go to Steam and uh, review it. Leave a comment. Tell your friends. Uh, it's a fantastic game. And Dan has worked his ass off for a year and a half getting it to fruition. So really go and support him because, uh, yeah, it's his first game and it really deserves all the notice it can get. Dan, do you want to thank some Patreons? I would love to thank your Patreon. I can just do it in this. I don't have a Patreon thing, so I'll just do it in this one. Um, thank you very much to the Patreons. We cannot do this without you guys. We love you so much. If you'd like to support us over on Patreon, um, we would love that. Go over there <laughs> and do that. Um, a lot of the stuff that you see here today, the mics, the likes, the setup, is all because of our beautiful Patreons that support us over there. And naturally, where is my thing gone, Brayden? Your list. List. Can you throw me a list, Brayden? Uh, yeah, here you go. Right. This is going to end from, off from the other one. side of the lodge. I'm <laughs> not looking. I'm not, ah! <laughs> there you go. Um, and, and and our main... I can't find the front of it now. This is professional. And if you are our top tier producer level patrons, you get read out every show and we thank you in person. So thank you to thank thank you to Sam Beer, to Ashraf, to Floppy, to... To Floppy. <laughs> 
to Todd Randall, to Tommaso, to Mike Towns, to Karen Knight, to Ash Knight, to Dylan Stevens, and to Carlin Bud. You are our producer level patrons. We cannot do this without you. We appreciate it so much. If you like what you're seeing here tonight, or maybe other nights, because this is a rubbish episode. Uh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh. No, it's pretty good. Um, Hashtag cancel Dan. It's because I'm not yelling. Go over to um, Patreon and shoot us some money. If not, that's cool. Go over to um, YouTube and just watch our videos for free. Yeah, it's <laughs> probably the better way to do better it. Better do it. Subscribe mm. over there. Leave us a comment. Uh, star us. Anyway... So we've got another announcement, but before that, I think it's time to give away another one of those sexy little Michael Towns cowarts. What do you reckon? Have we got another one to give away? We've got three to give away in total, so this is number two that we're going to be giving away. This one, is though, it? we don't have. I haven't set up a, a who's won. No, no, you haven't, but that's all right. I, think I don't even know who's won this one. Uh, so this is uh, just before the show, Michael Towns got in contact is... with me and said, hey, I've got a couple more to give away if you like. So he said yes, and this one goes to one of our Patreons who was in the pre-show chat that's right if you're a patreon at any level you get an exclusive 15 to 20 minute pre-show with us just talking to you while we set up doesn't that sound great classy <laughs> but for only a dollar a month you know what more do you want back off man anyway the winner of the avcon cart is sam beard so congratulations Ooh. sam beard thank you very much for supporting us i think from day one you were a supporter thank you sam uh so uh, get in contact and we will get that cart out to you brayden do you want to make a little bit of an announcement? Yeah, so uh, we have been. Uh, well, it was in the, it was in the uh, idea bank for a long time, a while ago, and then we uh, weren't able to hang out at all together. And um, we want to play games together, but not just video games. Um, we want to do a little something, maybe like a cyberpunk, yeah. maybe like a D and D. Maybe like a, any sort of board game kind of deal. Um, so we are going to be doing a fun little thing called D and Dino. Yes. D and Dino. D &Dino. Um, because these some of these guys haven't played any tabletop RPG before. Me, I've never even done it because yep. I used to think it was for nerds, and now I'm a nerd. I love board games, but haven't done a lot of uh, D and D. Yep. So we can play some uh, tabletop RPGs, and we can also play some board games in the future. And uh, especially since uh, Cyberpunk's coming out, we are going to do a little uh, Cyberpunk campaign as well. So it'll be a bit of fun. What does that actually involve? Because uh, we're up to the next uh, topic of the show and Dan's disappeared. Um, yeah, so we can talk about Cyberpunk. Uh, you ready? I actually no idea where he is. <laughs> Cyberpunk is a, uh, is a fun dystopian future where... Um, He's first. <laughs> try and describe Cyberpunk. The words... I'm bored. We'll change it around. Go to Tots. All right, here we go. Pokemon! That's right, it's time for Topic of the Show. We, we've moved out of our beautiful lodge, and there it is. There it is. We're, We're back, back in our, in our beautiful door. lodge. <laughs> uh, topic of the Show, the top moments in gaming. That's right, we're pulling out the big ones for our 100th episode spectacular. Uh, these are the moments that grabbed us. These are the moments that have gone on to live in people's memories for whatever reason. Primarily story beats, I'd say. But these are the, the real big indicators uh, of, of the gaming words. Uh, Dad, <laughs> do you want to go first? <laughs> the gaming words? Yeah. Sorry, Rod, I just ducked out. because Apparently drinking a litre of gin and soda is a bad idea <laughs> in a two-hour show. So I had to, to run out and go to the toilet. I'm not going to employ your bottle trick. No, okay. <laughs> not on camera. Not on camera, yeah. They'll, they'll bust me here. Um... 
So our top moments in gaming. So my one first up is the ending. So this is for me. So these are our bit of personal ones here. The ending of- Oh, hang on. Yes, spoilers. yes. Spoiler warning. If you hit, we'll announce what the game is. And if you don't want to hear it, just put the fingers in your ears and go la 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 la. Yes, um, none of these games are from- <laughs> the, the 2000s. The last, <laughs> they're all from the last 10 years. No, no. So mine is um, a moment that really stuck with me was the ending of Portal 1 from the orange box. So uh, you've just gone through this game. An add-on. Uh, this is what I want to say. This was an add-on to the orange box. This wasn't even the main game, Portal. It this is was now. an idea they threw in there. And you, you got through this whole thing. It was amazing. And then you get you finally get out and you get this... this this footage of you going through, um, like the camera zooming through at the Aperture Science building, and then at the end it reveals finally that there actually was a cake. <laughs> um, but then that isn't like because it keeps on going on about the cake is a lie and stuff like that, and I thought that was really really amazing. But then the, the real thing that really blew me away was suddenly it cuts to the credits, and the credits had the main GLaDOS character singing this song, this, mm -hmm. like, song. And it was amazing. Like, this is I, a triumph. Yeah, this is, a, yeah. I had never seen, I like, heard a song at the end of a video game like this before. We can't play it, so it's, it's kind of a weird thing. And to me, this really... <clears throat> I'll sing it. <clears throat> this is a triumph. <laughs> um, but yeah, I... I, I had, a note here. Huge success. I had never experienced anything like this in gaming ever. And I think, actually, the style of Portal... And it's storytelling of what it did is a lot is a lot of games are influenced by that now in, of how they do stuff in games. Um, mm -hmm. And Half Life did it as well. Like they they really um, they they really pushed the first person shooter to have a storyline in it and like and tell it through the the eyes of the protagonist. And then in Portal, they took it to that extra level and just did this. It was crazy, and it was just a moment in my life where I was just like. I, I will always remember it. I remember like sitting there on my couch and it happened and like my wife was there and she was like, what is this? What are you watching? This is amazing. Like, and just, yeah, just such a good memory to me that I'll never forget ever, ever will forget. And then Portal 2 was bloody amazing as well. But like, you know, it's always easy to do the second thing. But like, <laughs> so good. I agree. No, I uh, completely well, you agree. you don't have to agree. This no, no, no. But I, 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 I agree with your your stance on that. I think Portal was uh, a huge uh, step forward in the puzzle game first person genre, and, and certainly did introduce a lot of things that went on to uh, be replicated in other games. And I think that's the true indication that you have made some kind of um, permanent mark in the industry mm. is when people sort of take what you've got and go, hey, like that. We'll, we'll, we'll so pay homage. Emulation to it. is the finest form of. Flattery. Flattery. Yeah, yeah something mm. like that. Yes. Um, speaking of emulation, <laughs> that's when I first played this game. On emulation, I'm talking about Chrono Trigger. So, yes, spoiler warning if you haven't played Chrono Trigger. Oh, you've not played it? Yeah, I've got it, but I'm, I'm good. You're good? Yeah. Okay. Chrono dies. Yeah, I did know that, actually. The head character, the lead character, he died. Now, when I first played this game, uh, I had... Well, it was before the internet, so it was before spoilers were a thing. I had no idea, so I, it was all building towards this uh, fight with Lavos, who's the big bad creature Lavos. in the game. Um, and you, like the whole story's been building to this fight, so you think you're in the third act in your final battle, 
and Lavos within two seconds just goes woomph and wipes you out and Chrono's body completely disintegrates. It's too hard to look at because it's just so much Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> well, it's like Toriyama. Yeah. Is it being caught? Uh, that's from the DS version. Uh, they added, awesome. They got Akira Toriyama to add cutscenes in. It looks really uh, it's good. It's amazing. It's really amazing. That. I'm going to play that. Um, so Chrono dies and you just go, what? What? <laughs> he dies and then the immediate scene after it, they escape uh, from, La- uh, from Lavos and it's the characters grieving because... Like the guy that you've been playing, the main protagonist for the game, you've been playing all along. It's always at the head of your party. You can't switch him out. He's gone. And they don't know what to do. And it takes you a while to figure out that now the head of the party is whoever you want it to be. It could be Kairu. It could be Luca. It could be Marl. It could be Robo. It could be Ayla. It could be any of them. It could be even Magus. Uh, you can make us the, the head of the party. Um for the main character, I've never seen it in a game before this, where where the main guy just dies, just dies, just evaporates. Is it right near the end? No, that's the thing. It's about three quarters of the way through, but it feels like it's the end. Yeah, right. It builds up to it, and then it happens, and you go, "What?" And yeah, Do you ever um, get him back? Yeah, that's what the next quest is. So uh, Magus, who's a sorcerer, comes on and goes, uh, "You know, time." No, 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 no. <laughs> they go, "There's a way to get him back." And you go on this whole mission, and in the end, you do bring Chrono back to life. Uh, but then the added twist there is Chrono longer, no longer has to be in your party. You no longer have to have him as have the head of your party. Him. You can turf him out into the um, the waiting room and have three characters who you want and finish the game that way. Nice. And that's why this game has 13 alternate endings. Oh, God. Um, yeah, uh, so uh, Speaking amazing. of alternate endings, why don't you get to mine? <laughs> I read that and was like, no. Uh, amazing game. Just uh, completely blew me away. Such wonderful characters. Uh, but truly, that is uh, a point to be earmarked in the annals of history. That's a great idea. Floppy. I feel like I can't follow that. that oh, no, your pick's pretty good. Yeah, you can, man. Okay, I picked one. It's a bit of an obvious one, I think, but it's um, but it's one that seems to stick in everyone's head you know, that's played the game and most people have played I would have picked this if you hadn't already. Yeah. So mine is the opening or the beginning chapter of Last of Us, part one. Mm. So you start oh. off the game playing as Sarah, not as Joel, but as Sarah, the uh, the, the daughter of Joel, uh, walking around your house looking for your dad. You know, something's going on. You don't know what. There's things blowing up in the background. There's news reports on. You actually get quite attached to her. Um, then, of course, you're jumping in this car. You don't know what's going on. There's a sense of urgency. You've got Joel. You've got his brother. I can't remember his name. Tommy. Tommy, thank you. Uh, driving away and people are going crazy. There are riots. And you realise you've got to get out of the city. You realise there is something that's happened that people are trying to get away from. There's been news reports of a, a pandemic, of, of, of diseases, of people getting ill. There's obviously people that are... Oh, Rage virus. Uh, well, <laughs> Rage infected not, monkeys. They're not, they're not zombies. But yeah. Um, and then like 20 minutes in, the character who you've just become attached to shot dead in front of your eyes. Uh, it's it's uh, a heartbreaking scene. And it's, she's what, like a, a she's like eight. eight-year-old yeah. girl. Yeah. Like it is horrifying. It is a horrifying thing. And if you didn't know that was coming... Man, that was gut-wrenching. Even, I, I, um, even knowing that was coming, it was gut-wrenching. I replayed the remastered recently, and I completely forgot about this. And oh. as soon as it started, I went, oh, my God, I have to play this That's again. the this scene right there. Like, she's, oh, man, it is horrifying. And then you obviously then play the rest of the game as Joel, and you know why. Like, it's just, he, is a, gris- he is a grizzled, in- he is, um, yeah. He is grizzled, he is, uh, a, yeah, man. He watched his daughter get shot by the good guys. 
Yeah, and what's worse is that she's still alive and passes away. And even worse is the fact that uh, when you go back and watch this as a parent... It is it too hard. It... I, um, I remember the first time I played it, I like tweeted or Facebooked or whatever it was at the time. I was like... I've never played a game that's made me cry within 40 minutes of playing it. Yeah. Like, and like this game did that easily. Just that really effective way of luring you in. You, you're playing uh, as Sarah, as you mentioned, yeah. Floppy, in the first minute. You start to establish a, a connection with her. Um, you, you see the pain, and you can associate the pain with Joel when that all happens. And the fact that it comes out of nowhere, it's like a shot that... Yeah, it's you, just... Just a fluke shot. Uh, you don't see it yeah. coming... And as you said, you, you talk about this to anyone. Um, everyone will, remembers. It affects everyone. Yeah. Everyone, everyone. There is no one that's played that. If they haven't played that game and got moved, they're not human. I actually think, though... Until in the sequel, I think this was the, no, no. where Sarah comes back to life. <laughs> as a robot with like with Darth Maul's legs. <laughs> Darth Maul legs. I'm yeah, joking. Yeah, I know. Um, I reckon, though, that... With The Last of Us, I reckon this was the strongest part in the first game. Like, I don't think it got better than this. No, that's a fair call, I think. Like, I think this was such a strong opening. They, they never beat it again in the first game. I was really impressed as well that they did the whole thing. That, like, they killed off an eight-year-old girl uh, that you'd been playing as. And they didn't do it with gore. They didn't do it with a huge... They didn't make it corny. Yeah. Like, it was really moving. Yeah. It was yeah. really scary as well. Like the, yeah. the bits where like, you're leaving in the car and you're hurt in the back of the car and you can look around out the window oh. like you did as a kid. Like you look yeah, because back, you can't yeah. do anything else. You're helpless. Yeah. yeah, and like you just see, you can just see stuff going down, and you're like, oh man, this this is like the dread. Like, you know, you have those dreams of like the welding. Well, I know I do. Are those dreams that you know where the, the like everything is that you know from now on has changed, and mm. that's so unsettling. I get them all the time, and this is like like those dreams. Like you know, I'm in a situation now where nothing will ever be the same. I kind of felt that a little bit when the coronavirus broke out, actually. Yeah. And now it's kind of the same again. Yeah. But um. Well, because we're lucky, because we live in a very small town. That's true. That's true. Okay, uh, Dan, your next All right. top moment in gaming. Um, it's going to be no surprise to people who know me. Um, Near Automata. <laughs> so, Near Automata has 26 endings, of, of, of which I only saw seven of. Do you like this game? Didn't know. Um, so, but, but more, the one that hit me the most was ending E. <laughs> <laughs> So at the end oh, of it, well. now, now do this, do this full screen, Ben. I'm, I'm uh, okay. Braden. So, so I'm just hacking. Actually, you can't actually see it that well. That's yeah. why I was doing it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so basically, you you get to the end of the game and you you, you get th this message, um, and it says, uh, "Do you want to help another player?" Basically, um, and it's just like, "Yeah, yeah, cool, cool. I'll help another player, whatever." Or do you know? Do you want to leave a player another message? You're like, "Yeah, cool." And you make this message for them of like, you know. Of encouragement. And then um, you go, okay, cool, cool. And then it goes like, would you help another player even like, you know, if you don't know them or, you know, or or anything like that? It, it, it's really it's really hard to explain. Basically, it breaks you to saying like, w would you help someone even if, even if it meant like you have to delete your save game? And you're like, sure, yes, yes, yeah, I'd help someone for that. And then it systematically goes through. If you go through halfway to this video, um, Yo, let me jump. So here, it, it actually, and do full screen. Does it actually defeat? It actually goes through and shows, it deletes all your items, all your save game. It deletes everything. Oh, man. And of everything you've done, if you say, yes, I would help somebody. 
And then it goes, even if you don't know them, even if they might be a bad person, it says, would you still help somebody you don't know? And I just went, yeah, yeah, of course I would. I would too. And then, um... (laughs) And then it goes in, and then you do the end of the game, and then there's nothing on your game. You actually, the game is gone on your system. And then you fight, and then the credits come up, and then your your character's like, no, 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 no. I, I don't want this to end. I don't want this to be the end. And then you start, go to the next video, right? Then you start fighting the credits. So right in the middle, just start from the start. So you're a little ship and you start fighting the credits of the game to try and stop the game from ending. But it turns into this bullet hell that you can't do. And then it's like, um, and then it starts asking you all these really cryptic questions. Do you think games like games are stupid and weird? And then all the other people's messages that they have done previously start of encouragement start coming up. And you read all the other people's encouragement messages. And then, yeah, and then that's just crazy. Because you're like, oh shit, that means my message. Because I said, yes, someone else, all these people have deleted their game to help me in this point. And then suddenly all the people that you, um, you, it becomes impossible. You can't win. Then all of a sudden all the people that these other characters start coming in. It shows their usernames. And these are all the other people that have said that they would help you out. And got their games deleted. So you become one of them as well on someone else's game. And you can finish killing the credits with the help of all the other people. That is unreal. I'm almost crying. It was... It was... That is unreal. Boom. Bast. And the music is crazy good. And... And this is only one of the endings. <laughs> this is the seventh one. This game... In I, the fifth one, you play a cat. <laughs> in one of them, you if you die before the first save point, it just goes. It just shows the credits quickly. It goes the end. You didn't <laughs> do anything. <laughs> when you're a cat, the music is amazing. Oh. In one of them, there, you've got a chip. You can put chips in you, and there's like a main chip. And if you take your chip out, your character just dies, and that's the end of the game. Bad thing is you can't pause it though. Oh. oh. Anyhow, that really to me this thing, blew man. my mind. I've never ever been that. Stepped back and sit back and go, oh my god, I can't believe that just happened. They used all those other people. Like, so if, if no one had said yes at that point ever in the game, you wouldn't be able to fin- get, get past that bit. You wouldn't have any help, yeah. That's un- so the first cool. person that said yes. Yeah, it's crazy. That's it's unreal. Just, so, yeah, it was such a mind boggling thing. And I've just got an added one in here as well, pretty Braden. Did you see the next one? One of the endings is you get to fight, kill the. the the uh, the CEOs of the company <laughs> at the end they come down and you battle them like both of them um, look at the fighting in it this game is like fighting system is off like when you're fighting this game you know exactly what's going on as well you know it just looks like a mess mm-hmm. you fully know what's going on by the end you're just like even though you're disappearing reappearing coming here doing that like <laughs> like this game probably should play it one day Dan oh. spent alright uh... I'm out <laughs> I'm gonna drink myself to death <laughs> I've played the best game in the world my gaming moment that I, I think is up there with <laughs> all the other ones but higher maybe I don't know depends it's, it's your choice Anyway, it's in Ocarina of Time, the classic Legend of Zelda game. Uh, more specifically, the point where you enter the Temple of Time uh, when opening the Sacred Realm. What got me, as we can see on the screen here, is that you go through a quest and collect three sacred stones to open up the doorway, uh, and it's revealed that that's where the Triforce is kept. Mm. So you're going in there so you can get the Triforce to keep it away from Ganondorf, who's the big bad guy, 
However, Ganondorf's been following you the whole time, waiting for you to get the stones and open it up so he can just walk in and grab it. And he does. Do you know Wait. that he's following you the whole time? No, you have no idea. Is he not a pig? No, oh, no, he's Ganondorf. Ganon is the pig, the pig form. Oh, that's two. So Ganondorf is uh, is before he was pig man. Uh, so because he attacks you and, and uh, almost um, hurts you, uh, you're put in suspended animation till you get to an age where you can defeat him. So they keep you in uh, suspended animation for seven years. So you come out and you're 17 and you're a big, young, strapping lad ready to take on the world. Uh, again, without reading any spoilers when this game first came out in like 1998, because the internet wasn't a thing, this blew my mind. You start off as a small seven-year-old Link and you think that's what the whole game's going to be. And then all of a sudden to be transformed into this adult version of Link where you use different weapons. Uh, the town and the whole world that was all happy and joyous is now a complete ruin that's been corrupted by Ganon's evil. And you have to go through eight more temples uh, in order to gather everything so you can take on Ganondorf, reclaim the Triforce, which you never actually get, and uh, save Spoilers. <laughs> we did say spoilers. That spoilers. Um, yeah, so absolutely phenomenal moment in gaming, especially when you get to the Soul Temple, I think. Uh, and it's like the last temple before you go and fight Ganondorf. And you have to go and do half the tunnel, then go back to the Temple of Time, transform back seven years into young Link, God. go back to the tunnel, do another half of the tunnel, then back to adult Link and go and defeat the boss. It's It had really nailed the time traveling uh, techniques really, really well. So was there anything on the box art that would have given it away though? Having never seen the box art really. Poor, oh, like, If you look on the book, was there not a still of it somewhere with an older 17 year old Link? Not sure, Brandon, can we pull that up? Oh, no, no, no. Box no, art. I just noticed. Um, on the back. We probably want because um, the front was just uh, the logo. Yeah, Zelda, yeah, standard Zelda. Thing. Uh, yeah, there's down. So yeah, I think there is a there is an adult link there. So yeah, you could probably put two and two together. But and I wonder realize... if people just looked. No at one did stuff really... like that back nah. then, though. No. Nah. No interwebs, um, mate. I mean, the Japanese box art had Link on a pony, so I guess that's a giveaway. But I wasn't that smart as a kid. Like none of us were. Yeah. So for me, aren't. this this was a breathtaking moment, and it, it's constantly cited as, as one of the most uh, influential moments in gaming, um, purely because it's so unexpected and, and such a wonderful game. Yeah. Wow. Majora's Mask is better though. Ooh, controversial. That was last episode. Sorry, got mixed up. Anyway, floppy. All right. So my last one is actually one of the the moments that got me really into games. So playing Metal Gear Solid on my PS1, mm -hmm. which was already a, a game that was blowing my mind. It was like a movie and I was part of it. It was amazing. You get to the battle with Psycho Mantis. Yes. So now Psycho Mantis is a telekinetic and telepathic member of uh, Foxhound, which is a uh, rogue sort of secret. Of superpowered yeah, men. Super group. Super group, yeah. yeah. Super group. It looks like a bondage gas mask wearing Doug. Doug. Oh, mate, Doug, <laughs> Doug Stone. Doug What a um, name. I once knew a guy called Doug Basic, and that was like the worst <laughs> name I've ever heard. Hey, Doug, if you're listening. Character. Sorry, mate. No. Basic? Anyway, so first of all, Psycho Mantis uh, telepathically takes over control of Meryl, which is your, uh, your, your partner, in there, and you have to fight her without killing her. So um, you have to try and run around and knock her out while she's trying to shoot you. That's mm -hmm. hard enough. Then he goes invisible. So you got to chuck on your thermal goggles, try and follow him as he floats around the room. But every single time, he blocks your shots. Mm -hmm. Every single time, because he's telepathic, he can read your thoughts. He starts to tell you these, and he gets you to do things like he actually it breaks the, the fourth wall. 
becomes self-aware and it, he tells you to put the controller on the ground and he'll use his powers to make it move and it activates the vibrate <laughs> rumble thing. And it was, this thing, I lost my mind when this happened. I put it on the floor and I was like, oh my God, how is it doing this? And then it's a video game, it's a program. It's totally cool. Um, so he does Shh, that. You spoil the magic. Sorry, forgot about that. Um, but then he comes in he's starting, you've, you've got uh, your general mate in, the, in your ear in your codec telling you giving you advice and stuff and because he's he's reading your thoughts and he's blocking every single attack that you do and so the advice you get is to unplug your controller from port one and plug it into port two so that he can't see what your buttons you're pressing in the in the codec he tells you in the Ah. game to do that and that 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 blew my mind so I had to take it out of port one, obviously still wired controllers, probably wouldn't work so well now. Uh, plug it into port two, and then Psycho Mantis loses his shit. He's like, He's oh my like, god, I, doing? I can't read your mind, I don't know what's going on. And and you can defeat him. It was unreal. It was well, something that has stayed with me forever. One of my favorite bits is when he's gloating about how he's psychic and he can read your thoughts. He reads your memory card. Yes! And he goes, oh, I see you have a pension for soccer games. But if you've got any of... Um, Games Kojima's made, like yeah. if you had, um, uh, I've forgotten the noughts, right? Retronauts on there. Psycho- no, Psychonauts. Retro- Psychonauts. Retronauts. Psychonauts on there. Um, he'll go, ah, oh, we see you're a fan of Hideo Kojima. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and like, thank so you for weird, playing eh? these games. It's great. It's, it's, every person that played that. Crash Bandicoot. Yeah. Like the other thing. As Sean Connery, apparently. <laughs> like the um, the second Not one. What's one. the other one? Second one called? Um, Sons of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was like Police one of notes. my standouts as well as a game that's always Police like stuck notes. with me. The bits where you're like, where you're naked, like the bit where you're naked and you're running, running around yeah. holding your dick yeah. and like, yeah. And, and, and he keeps calling you in your codec that's going like, why are you still playing this game? It's been like 30 hours. Don't you have a life? Yeah. And all this shit. And like, I played that. I got home at like, I've tell the story for like three in the morning from out drinking and I decided to play it and that happened to me. And while I was doing it, I was like drunk and I was playing it and it was late at night and I freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) What's more, uh, just on Metal Gear Solid 2, um, that whole thing of promoting the game as you being Solid Snake and then you're not. (laughs) You're you're like a completely different character until three quarters of the way throughout the game. Yeah. Like no one saw that coming. It was just a complete... Oh, when you're raiding. Yeah, yeah. That first little mission you were. Yeah, uh, and, on then, the ship. and then it's gone. And then he raises his mask. How and, good yeah. is it on the ship when they're all practicing their saluting and stuff? Yeah. Like, come on, boys, let's all practice. <laughs> Actually, come to think of it, the other cool thing about PS, the PS1 Metal Gear Solid was that they also had um, Meryl's codec number was on a picture on the back of the game yep. case. Yep. So you had to have that as part of the game to be able to know how to contact her. And they reference it in the game because they give you a CD case. The DARPA mm. chief gives you a CD case. He's like, oh, on the back of that is is Meryl's codec code. And so you have to flip over your actual physical box. Oh, man. Uh, and, uh, I, I one blew my mind. Comment from uh, Michael Towns in the in the comments about, uh, I forgot the name of him, but the old guy, Metal Gear Solid 3. Uh, oh, the end. The end. That's the, end. The, end. the end. So if you start that fight and then... He's a sniper. Save, yeah, he's a sniper. If you start that fight and then save it and leave it for a week... And then come back. He's died of old age. Yeah, so good. Yeah. yeah, the Metal Gear games. Obviously, they've got like the most amount of like memorable, crazy stuff in them. Like it's just. Although I found later on, like the ones like the later ones didn't have as many good things. No, like the latest one didn't have hardly anything in it. I thought was like five. That, yeah. Well, five was just so intent on doing story and bringing everything yeah. together. And... Five was its own thing, where four was tying up 
all these other stories and referencing think, the originals. I think four was ending the story because Kojima wanted out. Um, then he was asked to come back for five, and He's like, all shit that stuff happened. <laughs> so that's why he tried to make five the link between um, leading up to the original MSX games. Yeah, which is why that's how he explained that uh, Big Boss died at the end of Metal Gear. <laughs> yeah, Mind. I know. Right? People in the chat are saying they hired it where you didn't get the covers and stuff, and you just oh, couldn't get past no. it and stuff. Like that'd be the worst. That's why you buy stuff. Or man. hiring at once, getting up to the fight with the sniper, having to return it, getting it like two weeks later, and not doing the fight. <laughs> He's oh, dead. He's dead. Okay, time for the giveaway. Giveaway, giveaway number three. All right, giveaway number three for right. Again, Dan Freer, thank you very much for all the hard work and effort you've put into that fantastic game. Right, you can check it out on Steam. And if Dan's still in the comments, I'm sure you'll post a link in there if you're not about to win it. But this one is from Twitter. We ran a bit of a Twitter campaign uh, where you could retweet uh, Pond Games or Games by Pond on Twitter. And they would, you'd go into running to win one, basically. Uh, so that winner is at ZeldaFan22 on Twitter. Ooh. Congratulations. I will DM you uh, oh, oh, in the Jesus. next day or so, and you will get your game. You'll get and... a well, meaningful with him. <laughs> Give him a DM. <laughs> yeah, sure. What, whatever. Look at uh, good. And we have also got one more of these to give away. So oh, my hot little hands. It's uh, Avcon 2019, the game, Retro Gaming Museum, which stars Hack the Dino in a very it. small cameo. Do we zoom in, Braden? Oh, I can do that. I've got to jump to a different screen, but that's fine. And if you get up to the part where I'm there pitching Hack the Dino, save it and come back a week later, I'm still there pitching Hack the Dino. And I'm dead. I'm dead. Because I've taken their souls. That's how I remain so youthful. Anyway, the winner of this one, the final copy that Michael Towns has provided is... Mr. Carlin Bud. Thank you very much. I will again be in contact with you to get postage details and we will get this game out to you. Once again, thank you very much, Michael Towns. Um, Townsie, if you've got a link to your Etsy store where people may want to buy this, if you want to drop it in the chat below and people can check it out, that would be great. You know what it's time for now? Dan versus the world. Aren't you dressed in the right clothing? You're gonna have to lose your glasses and you're gonna have to get your Oh, glasses. Whoa, very, looking very <laughs> suave there, Brayden. Just, just Pierce I, uh, Brosnan or Brayden? Yeah, yeah, I just wanted to, uh, you know, tidy up for the show. Uh, you guys were dressed up, and I thought, you know okay. what, I'll join in. Can, can you... <laughs> drop it? Not what? Drop it. There's something funny about that. It's yeah. fake. Drop it. What? Drop it. People were actually talking about CG. Um, Brayden. Yeah. <laughs> thought so. I thought so. Where's your bow tie? Probably can't afford one. He's a zoomer. Why don't you go have some more avocado I smash? I can't afford a suit. Too many <laughs> coffee, me? orange, mocha, frappuccino lattes. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Chat's got it right. I'm golden eye big mode. <laughs> <laughs> no odd jobs. That's funny. No odd jobs. Okay, it is time for Dan versus the world. Dan, where's your glasses? Brayden? Take Where them off. Take, just take your other ones off. Where are they? They're around. Okay, while he's doing that, I will explain the rules. I have, for this 100th episode special, seven. Seven songs from video game history. Seven, seven, seven. I will play the first five seconds, probably a bit more, of the first song. 
Dan representing Dan will take a guess. Then the world represented by Floppy and Brayden will take a guess. They'll go back and forth for five guesses each. At the end, they have the opportunity to guess where that music came from. As in, what's the name of the game from where that music came from? Um, if they choose to guess beforehand, they can. But if they get it wrong, they lose the point. At the end of last round, we had Dan on 17 and the world on 18. Now, I've so done something. Close. Because this is a little bit special this time round and, and we're all... Uh, suited up i felt the need to do something we hadn't done before for dan versus the world so not only do we have seven songs Ooh. these songs are covers of video game music Ooh. i just pooped a little so real bands okay releasing real albums oh. who have covered these songs now you don't need to know the band or anything like that i will say that afterwards but you do need to guess where that song came from all right all right we ready oh dear here we go <laughs> I'm not confident. Song number one. Sell, sell. Dan. Question number one. What genre? Uh, it is a platformer. Oh, okay. That was not what I was expecting. Um, Floppy, are we confident in asking for the console? Yeah, that's what I was going to go for. Uh, originally on the Nintendo Entertainment System, the NES. It was on Anus. Anus. <laughs> Dan, question number two. Uh, what's your protago? Uh, it's a boy. It's a small boy. Of course it's a freaking boy. What? Stabbies? Weapons? What, what weapon? Uh, primarily... You can, you can talk too, Floppy. It's fine. Yeah, um, so I don't know why I decided to Mining? <laughs> okay, so it's a cannon when you're in your, your car or your vehicle, and it's a, a, a laser gun when you're out of it. Oh. Mm. oh I thought it was MM, but... Question number three, Dan. Yeah, that threw it. Car. Don't know. Question number three. Uh, on the NES. NES. Oh, Master Blaster? Yes! Blaster hey! Master! Oh, 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 he was wrong! No, I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> but when I say in the Christmas show, is it, I'm wrong. Uh, yes. Correct. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we've got 18 apiece. All right, here we what go. What did I say? You said Blaster you Master. You said it wrong is what you said. <laughs> no, you didn't. You, you said, wrong, is it Blaster Master? I like playing that game, Us of Last. <laughs> here we go. Us of Last. <laughs> Song number two. Oh, hot. It's a slapper of a song. Alright, we've got seven to get through. Okay. <laughs> Um, so I should say that uh, cover of Blaster Master was done by Vomitron, and these are all available on Spotify. Yeah, um, Vomitron. Vomitron from their album, album? No, <laughs> album from their album No Nest for the Wicked. Oh, <laughs> incredible! Amazing. That's okay, question worst. number one, Dan. Uh, what is the console? Uh, anus. <laughs> uh, question number one, Will. Uh, I'm gonna go with what? Uh, what? 
what uh, bad guy enemy type? Mm, good question. You going for? Right. Ooh, um, Antagonist. Yeah. Uh the the oh, they're beagles. Did you really say that? Is that real? Yep, that's real. Did, did you really say that? Was I drunk? They're beagles. <laughs> I am. I've Question done number a leader two. of alcohol. <laughs> Question number two, Dan. Um, when... Uh, <laughs> let me think of a question. What is the protagonist? Uh, a, a duck. Uh, Bobby, you want to take it away? <laughs> this is... Yep, Bobby has to do it now because he doesn't know. <laughs> it's the world. Either can take it. Is that really what you... What? Is that really the gameplay of that game? I thought it was way different than that. Is this a trick question? Where is the game set? Duckburg? Is it DuckTales? Yes, it is! Waiting for Floppy to say anything? You knew what it was. No, I... Yes, all right. Shut up. Damn it. No, uh, I didn't. I double wasn't blow. Sure. Uh, that version is the Lunar Path on the Moon. Uh, uh. So that's from Cinefan from their uh, album, The March of the Machines. I honestly was, thought you were doing some trick question where it was meant to seem like Duck Hunt, but then I was like, wait, no, you, you, you uh, played you the gun. You guys didn't know what it was. No, yeah. I legitimate did not. Oh. Okay, here we go. Weird. Song number three. Number one. Um, is it me? Yep. Console. Anus. Yeah, right. Anus. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Every time. Uh, what's something we haven't asked? Um, we haven't asked. Come on. Keep it talking. Keep the sound happening. <laughs> uh, Multiple characters? Yes. Ooh. Yes, multiple. You, you have the option to choose from multiple characters. Ooh. Okay. Ooh. As in that you play? Yes. Ooh. Question number two, Dan. Um, what genre of game is it? It's a platformer. Question I number I knew two. What it was, and it's fully not. Uh, floppy? Can I, shall I take a stab? Go for it. I think we're, it's going to be one of two of them. I a point now, so it's fine. Is it Super Mario Brothers? Two? Yes. <laughs> Which was the only one where you got to choose? Oh no! I guess technically you know, te Luigi. Luigi. You know yeah. Okay. I did say did say characters. Yes, you did. I had the completely wrong game in my head. What do you have in your head? <laughs> um, completely wrong game. Carnival <laughs> on the Coleco Vision. <laughs> <laughs> and that was by This Place is Haunted from their album Remastered. Now That's that, beautiful. Now... That goes for like eight minutes and it goes through all the Mario Brother 2 uh, music. Dun, dun, dun. No, that actually that, is not in it. Yeah, it's not. Okay, here I we go. Two. I love it. Song number, what are we up to? Four. Here we are.
Yeah. This is going like eight different places. <laughs> okay. Question number one, Dan. What is the main protagonist of this game? Uh, it, it's a, a boy. I'm noticing a trend in <laughs> retro games, possibly. Um, what, well, I'm trying not to give it away because if I say what the protagonist is, yeah. I'm just going to guess it straight away. And that's no fun for anyone, um, especially me. Which, uh, which... Which console is this one on? Uh, Nintendo 64. Okay. Oh, man, I didn't have one of them. Dan, question number two. <laughs> what is the... What is the main... Weapon? Gameplay, uh, gameplay mechanic or something? Gameplay know. mechanic? What genre is it? Have I said that? <laughs> no, you haven't. What genre no. is it? Yeah. Uh, it's an RPG. Oh. Adventure RPG. Boring. Okay. Floppy, you want to... I would either I can either go with a question or I have a stab. Stab uh, it. I'm gonna say safety. Go go question. Yeah, you're all tied up. Just be careful with your questions. Uh, well. Have we mentioned it this show? Yes. I know what it is. Okay, Dan. Question number three. Dan. I think Dan's dead. Dan, like we can burn his. Is it? Hi. <laughs> Um, and we mentioned it in the show. Yep, he just asked that question. You could answer. No, no, no. no. Um, is it Saturday morning cartoon? No, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> it was uh, Ocarina of Time. Oh, okay. Hey. It, that was uh, Zelda's Lullaby. You didn't Lullaby. let me say it. Well, you didn't need to. Yeah, but I could have. Hey, that's not an RPG. Oh yeah. Yes, yes it, it is. is. Um, so that one is from the album. Rock Arena of Time. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, that's good. That's good. Oh, my Lord. Right. Okay, we've got a bit of a harder one here for number six. Uh, oh, no, sorry. No, number five. Here we go. Three grown men on a couch. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What on earth? Question number one. I wasn't even listening. That was, uh, <laughs> that was um, what, uh, what is the main protagonist's weapon? <laughs> uh, he sucks. <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know the names of any of these games. <laughs> oh. What Bobby? console is it on? Game Boy. Is it what? It's that K guy, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know any of the names. Do I have to have the full name of the game? Yep. Oh my god, good luck. I don't have. Um, I know one's from the 3DS. Um, no, it's not two. Um, what? How many words in the name? Three. All right. Question number two. World. Braden. Uh. Can we have the... No, no, that's not... No, what, don't that's do that. We can do. Do. Um, is the third word adventure? <laughs> <laughs> that's not the, the hard word? word to remember. The third word I know, word. but I, I'm just... I'm trying to narrow it down. I, I didn't hear. I was too busy laughing. What was the, the third? third word adventure? No. Oh. Okay. Question number be... three, Dan. Style. 
I don't know any of the names of them. <laughs> um, I said, I can't win this one <laughs> at all. So is it... Um, what year was it made? Uh, Boy. Ooh, I matter. would say 93. Trying to just do questions that don't matter now because I, <laughs> I can't win it. Question number three, well. Floppy, do you have anything or no? I, mean, I, got, a, I got a weird little inkling of what it might be called. Yeah, it's that, man. I, just, I, just, <laughs> I, I, want, I want to try and narrow it down with a really dumb question. All right, do it. Go for uh, it. Is, is, would, you, would you say it's not a nightmare? I would say that. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, I got you. Ooh. Question number four, Dan. I don't know. Kirby's Dreamland? Yes! <laughs> God damn it. Is it really that? Yes, God it is. damn it. Oh. I just said what sounded right. I was going to say Adventureland, but... Wait for it. <clears throat> uh, that one's by the artist known as Kirby's Dream Band. Oh. <laughs> I can't believe I got that, eh? I cannot believe that, eh? Wow. No one said that in the chat, did they? No. I was trying to be, like, oh, fighting man. it and not letting you get it. <sighs> 20 all. Here we go. Song number six. That just came to me at the last second. That's pretty good. I'm good. Okay. Is that it? Yeah, that's all That's all you're getting. <laughs> Because uh, I've got a funny feeling if that goes any longer. <laughs> I had someone in mind when I chose this song. <laughs> Is it my show? Yep. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link to the Past? God, no. Yeah, don't know then. I fucked it! What is it? It's from Metal Gear Solid. Oh, I thought I was going to go... Wow, I was not expecting that. I thought, damn it, I thought I had that one. I was waiting for you to say console, and I was like ready to like jump you on go on a second longer. That's why I stopped it there. <laughs> yeah, oh, man, I, I, I doubted oh, that one. Metal Gear. Oh, okay. That gin must have been too strong. Here okay. we go. Last song. I'll get another one. Last one. Number seven. <laughs> Dan, question number one. What uh, console? Uh, this was on the GameCube. No, another console I didn't have. <laughs> was well, this a oh. multiplayer game? Yes. Yes. Dan, question number two. A multiplayer game? It's not even a question. It Every is game is a multiplayer question. game. It's definitely a question. Uh, what mm. is the protagonist? What are you? What, what, <laughs> Whoever you want it to be. Toppy, do you want to come in and win this one for us? I'm just really nervous that I can't remember which one was which. <laughs> okay, do, you want, do you want me to say that? Do you know which one was on the GameCube? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Go for it. Me. Go for it. Yes. Mary. Super Smash Bros. Melee? Yes! I got so nervous I couldn't remember which one was Melee. I knew it as soon as you said your answer. I was like, I know what that is now. I always get Brawl and Melee mixed up. And that brings us to the end of the 100th episode of Dan vs. the World. We are giving away the Hack the Dino Switch controller right after this. And the t-shirt, because I forgot to do it. Yeah, that was the mark for the end, don't worry. It's in the one prize. 
so here we are at the end of that. So the world's on 22, Dan's on 20 as Perfect. we are halfway through the year. Who will take out the big one at the end? Don't know. Don't care. Um, <laughs> we got the trophy. Well, we should put the trophy on the oh, table. Well, it doesn't matter. Okay, so giveaway time. First, let's give away the shirt. Yeah, uh, let's do it one. Oh, is it? Yeah. Can I say there was one person in there that commented on how good we look in suits? Who was that? It was right start. It was... No, it was, no. No, I like Dan's thing. Let's just do two and one. Okay. Controller and the top. So... It is a 2XL, but you might be able to, you know, make a snuggie out of it or something. Uh, so... <laughs> We this one was uh, a, a thanks to We Are Robots. I should say We Are Robots. Thank you very much. Um, everyone who went and liked their Instagram page and also signed up for their newsletter, uh, liked them on all the other socials as well. Um, we Are Robots on Facebook, Instagram, all of that. If you liked them there and you uh, commented with a friend's name, in, you know all of those internet scams that they go for. We tried it. Ooh. Nigerian okay. prince. Yeah, so um, congratulations to the winner. Oh, no, 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 Go back to the, the thing, Braden, so we can see the winner. Yep. The winner is of this T-shirt and of this fantastic controller, which I really wanted to keep, but it's not going to happen. Dylan! Thank you, Dylan. And thank you to everyone who has stuck with us, whether you're brand new to Hack the Dino and the Critical Path, or whether you've been with us since day one. There are there are actually a few people who have been around since then. Um, 100 episodes, that's something that I'd always hoped we'd get to, but was never too sure, especially when we started it as an audio-only podcast in Greenlight Comics with two micro SingStar microphones no, and a coffee mug. Oh, one SingStar. One SingStar in mug. A coffee in a coffee mug. Uh, don't go back and listen to that. It's awful. Um, but we did have we did have cool guests. Like we did ev- have every cool week, guests. every fortnight, we had a different guest in the um, like uh, creative industry, like you know, artists, writers, video game people. Yeah, and and then we had Nick on for some reason. There you go, this guy. Uh, but yeah, we we've certainly grown, we've certainly matured, we've certainly headed in a direction I didn't see coming. But I had uh, a baby. You had a baby. Well, before I... that, I showed up. Brayden, Brayden's been with us since, Brayden. I think, episode 35. Oh, here it is. This is Brayden's first episode. Thanks, Brayden. Uh, this is what I look like when I had hair. Swap it around. Here we go. That's so scary. <laughs> so that's, that was uh, Dan when he was 12. Um, <laughs> and a bearded. And floppy looks a little bit different, but that's okay. Well, you know, I grew my hair out. Um, is that you in the background on the wall? <laughs> uh, Just hanging around. And, and for those of you wondering why I shaved my head, you can see why. It was a losing battle. I think your I beard think it was thicker. Is it still like that thick? My hair? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't seen my hair in years. <laughs> Except when I shave it off and it falls when into the sink. When you grow a beard and glue it on the top. That's right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so thank you everyone who stuck around. Thank you Brayden who, who came to us in episode 32 or something and has been with us for too many. Um, I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> homeless Ben <laughs> Homeless Ben <laughs> uh, Also thank you to Floppy who joined us this year uh, It's been An interesting year for everyone But we're going to persevere through We're going to keep on going, we're going to keep on coming at you We're going to be coming at you weekly now uh, We have got a lot of plans in the works We have got <gasps> Metal Gear Solid Oh is that when we're reviewing Metal Gear Solid? The uh, throwback to a crap game review Man I miss crap Wait, game that bigger. I Why miss are you holding reviews? it like a child? Because it was Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, it's true. You should do that. That's when I got the game wrong. I called it the Phantom Pain or something. <laughs> yeah, I actually got grey hair in that one. It's great. So have I. What? Um, 
Yes, thank you all. Thank you, everyone. We really appreciate your added support. We really appreciate you uh, passing on the, the thing to all your friends. It's actually the best way for podcasts and podcasts to grow is by telling your friends. Um, I know they may not care, but we'll make them care. Anyway, we're back uh, on YouTube.com backslash Hack the Dino as of next show 101 will be coming at you weekly over on YouTube, but you'll be able to still see the stream live as we have been doing it each and every time. It's just the VODs are going to be split up to a weekly show. So be sure to join us there. Continue talking. We will also be coming to you on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino as per usual. Um, Dan's taking a bit of a break from the streaming for a while, but when he comes back, he'll be on Twitch going strong, going hard, and going places. Not really. He'll be sitting there. It'll be fun. It'll be great. Um, the podcast will continue over on uh, SoundCloud, over on Spotify, and over on iTunes. And if you do listen to it on iTunes, please just leave a five-star review and a little comment that helps other people find us as well. What else do I have to plug? I've forgotten what I'm supposed to do. Oh, your own individual things. Oh, damn. Uh, what are you going to plug? Um, if you'd like to hear some more stuff from me, um, I do a horror movie podcast um, called Terrorvision Horror Podcast. Uh, so you just have to check that out. That's on all like you know streaming podcast services. So you just have to search for Cherovision Horror Podcast. You have to put Horror Podcast in the end, or no, you can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> it's also on. Um, it's also on YouTube as well. There you go. There's the the, the oh Cherovision. That's the sweet logo for it. Um, and that is with me and Jennifer Strand, um, who is another horror aficionado. So it's just us two, and we rate horror movies and talk about horror news and all stuff like that. Because I'm a massive horror movie fan. So go over there. Give us a like, give us a star, give us a thumb, give us a comment, give us a follow. Do all those things. And I will love you. If you like horror movies, if you don't, forget don't, it, mate. Don't. Forget it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, Floppy. Uh, you can come over to Instagram, check me out at Floppy Plays Games. You'll see uh, recent pickups that I have, games that I've been playing, or just stuff that's on my shelf that I like to take photos of. I reckon you should start giving your thoughts on the games as well. Sort of I like should. what you do here, but nature games. You know, give but a little bit of Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, I gotta type fast to do that. Yeah, you, that's not your strong spot. Neither is spelling. Yeah. Or, or English. Just, no, it's heaps better than it used to was. No, it wasn't. Used to was. Raiden! There we go. There it is there. Yeah, it's my Instagram. There's some stuff that I've got and played. Raiden's on it tonight. I'm he trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. If you, go, if, you go, if you go up a little bit, check out the controller that I bought to play Ace Combat 7. Oh, yeah, it's good. That thing it? is unreal. It's a Thrustmaster. Uh, it is the Thrustmaster. You didn't master. give me a big full screen for my television. Raiden! <laughs> um, so if you like my voice for some reason um, you can actually go and listen to more of it uh, over on a little uh, podcast called Millennial Movie Talk um, where me and my friends talk about movie news um, that's a little logo there <laughs> which is, which is like on... mine but not as pinpointed to one small genre of film <laughs> yeah it's a bit, it's a bit more Everything. broad normally we talk about the news uh, we've only just gotten back into talking about the news because you know movies are actually gonna come out soon um and people are working on things now again but um yeah you can go check that out uh we talk about every single week really every single week we talk about movies it's crazy and coming out next week we have episode three of retro trigger it's my little hack the dino side project where we talk about all things that are considered retro now for the uh the podcast that we do anything that's 15 years or older is considered retro and as such 
We got old Muggins McGuinness here talking about <laughs> Dragon Ball Z. Is that when he was an really? investigative I, I, journalist? Has that not been up yet? That's not been up yet because they're once a month. There were better ones before. <laughs> no, we had Sean Fuster and I thought, you know, his uh, following would jump on board and, and yeah, give it a bit better. of a boost. Did which, it? Yeah, it did. Cool. Thanks, Sean. Um, so, yeah, if, if you like Dan. I like Dan. I talk about Dragon Ball Z to the bloody cows come home, mate. Yeah, and we do. We did. Um, we went pretty deep. I've also got coming up, we've got uh, Ben from Toy Power. He'll be on an episode. I've got Dean Rankin, uh, who's an artist on the Simpsons comic. He jumped on for an episode. And tomorrow I'm recording one with Mr. A-Game about the Nintendo 64, which will be coming up down the track as well. He's a cool guy. He's a very cool guy. So, uh, yeah, head on over to Retro Trigger. It's on the Hack the Dino feed. You can find it there. Um, And... Listen to me say more words a lot more coherently than here, which is weird because this is the main show and the main focus. But and anyway. we hope you have enjoyed an intimate evening with Hack the Dino. Cheers, everyone. Thank you so much, everybody. Thank you. Here's to more of us. Being Clink, clinky, clinky. The last of you. To the ne- another 200 years of gaming. Yay! Yes. And army men socks. <laughs>